Last time, you guys traveled to Parthenay via a lithogate. However, something threw you far off course, and you landed in a barren area of hills. You heard a strange warning from a trio of beings that you believe are a coven of hags. You, however, found a friendly face while traveling through those hills, and she brought you back to her hometown of Talay. There the party happened upon another NPC by the name of Rose, who, as it turns out, is very possibly the half-sister of Sol. The party spent the night in Belle and Rose's blacksmithy shop, and we're now beginning the following morning. It is the 27th of January, 763. Uh, and it's 7am, you said? Roughly. So. So, Sol's probably been up for a while. They probably were trying to be polite and didn't do anything to their kitchen, so they've been hanging out outside of the uh, smithy. Okay. Pretty early in the morning, the two that live there wake up. They seem to have a fairly early rising routine. Belle begins to start up the smelter and forge, but attempts to not wake anyone up. Rose goes to the kitchen and starts to prepare some sort of breakfast. When Lovette wakes up, she's going to like try to sneak out without waking them up before realizing that they're already up. Alright, and you slept near the smelter, right? I suppose we did. Okay. Belle kind of gives you like a nod, but doesn't say anything. Melding. So this good melding that I heard, I nothing. She goes back to her work, kind of like breathes hard out of her nose. <laughs> I'm going to kind of... Still sneakily to not wake up everyone else, because I guess we're going to take it easy this morning. I'm going to head over to where that smell was coming from, see what's cooking. Alright, you uh, make your way over to the kitchen and you find Rose is very quietly putting together a breakfast of a lot of eggs. Some sort of large egg dish. Do you need any help? I'm not much of a cook, but... uh... Oh, good morning! I I didn't mean to wake you up if I did. Oh, no, it's been Eliza's. Oh, well, uh, if you'd like to help, you can, of course. She hands you a small knife, and as you chop some various vegetables up, so you, she has you chopping up, like, onions and mushrooms. I'll have Archibald help out as well. Actually, he should probably walk his dog. Make sure he does that instead. All right. Anyone else? I think if Vera's getting up, she just kind of looks like Jet, just like, uh, barely sleep, just trying to deal with life being anywhere near here. Marcus sleeps in. Of course he does. You piece of shit. (laughs) He's got nothing on his conscience. He's fine. So, what's the plan now? Who are you talking to? I assume that Sol and Lovette are... Sol is currently outside and Lovette's in the kitchen. I guess I'll be at the... Marcus and... Oh, Lovette then. Lovette, do you you know what we're doing? Wait, I think we should head out as soon as possible. The time is definitely against us. Where is Marcus is sleeping? Where is he sleeping? In the forge, remember? Or near the forge? He's just sleeping over the floor, though. Just kick him. he wake up. He usually does. If he doesn't wake up, the second kick will do it. And if not, you know, just keep playing. I'll walk over to Marcus. Marcus, it's time to wake up. No. Marcus. No. That's going on. I'm going to head outside as well. So... Looks like they're just coming back from picking flowers. Oh, well, so I run into you on the way out? Yeah, probably. Oh. Oh. Where is the flowers for? The rose for rose? Uh, I guess everyone? I kind of wanted to apologize. I know I made everyone upset. What? When? Everyone got mad at me last night. 
Oh, like the books. I couldn't think of a song, so I picked flowers. Do you understand what what we all can say on the box? Soul's face goes red. I I would like to think that I can understand your standpoint. However, I still feel differently, but I still want to apologize. I am definitely getting into the habit of taking what I can get. Okay with agreeing to disagree for now. Soul puts a flower in Levet there. I think in the future we should find a way to catalog this information. Kelly's memorizes it, for example, and there's no Soul's eye twitches. Close it down again so that there is no invisible writing. That may be a good solution, but uh, I'm worried about how it might affect her mind, so we figure out something. But once this enemy is defeated, well, it may be sad. Well, it'll be all eradicated once he's defeated. Well, so don't worry about it. Just leave the books alone and they'll destroy themselves. But they, it can't spread. What? There's a possibility of it spreading before he's, he's defeated. We're not going to spread it anywhere else. The only people who are going to leave it is the you ones You keep who... showing it to people! I really show the people we trust. Right? How do we trust the Telic boy? What? You just, you seem to trust him the most. Just because I give people money doesn't mean I trust them. Well, good. That is a, that's a good rule to follow. But still, that's, that's, he, I think he's on our side. He's very much on our side. I mean, we have him in our <sighs> goddamn pockets. I'm just... Look, I just want to apologize, but for the sake of not arguing, I don't think talk about this. Yeah, yeah, I, I feel like I'm just saying, but we still. I, Soul okay, walks but... around Levet and goes inside. Oh, is anyone in the Blame room the where Marcus is? You are. You're kicking me. You're Other than me, kick me awake. <laughs> it would just be Bell. Bell there too. Yeah, <clears throat> Bell's in the forge room. She's sorting through some stuff and checking the quality of some of the ore that she was smelting overnight. Yeah, fuck it. I'm going to. I'm going to swarm of Odinida, also known as Daddy Longlegs, Ooh, on top of Marcus? Uh, Marcus. They can't bite him because it's not strong enough, but yes, I'm doing that. <laughs> Why would you do... Oh, wait, Daddy Longlegs aren't technically spiders, right? No. Ah. So Belle is going to, like, leave the room and go and get a broom. <laughs> I come into the entrance and I just see suddenly a bunch of spiders going into the forge. I'm just like, ah. Well, I'm pretty sure they're swarming on top of Marcus right now. I'm just yeah. like, so, to see, like the so last. If you've ever seen what they look like when they bunch up, it actually looks like a weird mass of fur, and it's some of the creepiest yeah. shit you've ever seen. Horrifying, it's horrifying. horrifying. It's horrifying. all over Marcus. Yeah, it's but all they're over wonderful. Marcus. It's like just that, disgusting. No. But they're wonderful creatures. They are. They are. Soul pokes oh, their head into the forge room. Um. Does Marcus get up? Yeah. Does Marcus wake up? You know what? I'm gonna give you a reflex uh, save. Give... <laughs> yeah. Combat you know maneuver. Like no, no, no. Reflex save. It's a... I'm thinking probably will or fortitude save. That would have made most sense to me. Okay, you know what Will actually does? Will does... up a mental activity or a physical activity. Will does sound far more accurate. So, out of the Will, 24? 24. 24. Nope. nope, he's still asleep. Nope. <laughs> Marcus. I'm just going to grab him and drag him out. Maybe they're just funneling it into his mouth. <laughs> Ew! No. No. I'll throw them outside, and then the swarm will disperse. Souls just step back and just watch this appear, and then they just hold out a flower to Vera. I'll take it and eat it. You're going to eat the flower? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's a honeysuckle. Thank you. 
morning. Um, <laughs> what the heck was that that you just dragged out? Oh, Me? Marcus, he won't. He won't wake up. Kick him again. I told you. Like normal. No. That's the only thing. No. I wouldn't touch him with hairs Combat maneuver on that. They're not spiders. You don't have to worry about that. Well, yeah, but I don't want to kick him because I don't want to hurt the, the little the, the, the thingies. And, and they're all dispersing now. So. Don't want yeah, to they're, they're sort of vanishing when the spell ends. So, Marcus, are you actually awake yet? <laughs> Tea. Tea, please. Yes. Soul turns to go talk to Belle. <laughs> Belle's returned with a broom, and she's watching the unfolding events with like this concerned look. Soul holds out a flower <laughs> <laughs> with a concerned expression. <laughs> Sorry? You, uh, you're an odd group. She We've t- been told this. She takes the flower and sets it down next to the forge. Marcus is finally awake. <laughs> and outside. And outside. <laughs> In the cold. Oh, that's right. Fuck, it's January. <laughs> Uh, so who's for breakfast? You say to no one outside with you other than maybe the uh, uh, No, Bear, I was outside. I, I, no, I, I walked back. Oh, I, I thought it was a son. Uh, it, I had walked back in asking for tea. Um, oh, I, I thought you were just that. laying on the ground yeah. asking for oh, tea. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I had walked back in. It's like, I'm awake, but not really asking for tea. And who's for breakfast? Who's for breakfast? Who? <laughs> yeah, that sounds right. Ah, uh, <laughs> funny. Breakfast and then let's head out. Sounds good. We yes, we need to make our way to Challenge Shermer. It's gonna be quite a walk too, so I'm looking forward to it. I'm willing to carry someone. I've got long legs. Something, something, Daddy Long Legs joke. It's too early in the morning for this. Uh, yeah. Don't hurt yourself with those jokes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Rose will produce a breakfast from the kitchen. Some sort of large egg-based casserole with mushrooms and other assorted vegetables chopped up in it. Oh, oh That's right, Soul can actually eat mushrooms. Thank God. <laughs> Yay! Or you, was Kenny like, oh no! Yeah, like I literally went, oh no, I can't eat that. <laughs> you can't eat mushrooms? I'm intolerant. Anyway, so oh yeah, it's gonna be a long-ass walk, isn't it? Soul hands a flower to their sister. Oh, thank you. Thank you for letting us stay. Honestly, it, it really wasn't that big of an imposition. True, but I still appreciate it. Would you want any money or anything? Or... Oh, no, no, we're we're doing just fine. Thank you, though. Okay. Do you do you have transportation that you can use to get to the city? No. Well, it looks like we're only got walking legs currently. Well. You could check the stables and see if you can maybe buy some horses for the journey. Yeah, I don't want to waste too much time. I might just do that. But it looks like I'm just going to buy a regular little thing. Two horses. No fancy carrot. <laughs> Are you crying? No, I just miss my horsies. <laughs> <laughs> she, like, confusedly, like, pats you on the shoulder. <laughs> they are there. They are there. So are we going to look at getting a cart then? Or are we? Yeah, I'm going to buy a cart. And I think I might have money, so I might as well. Yeah, you have like twice as much as I Yeah. <laughs> oh. Pat Pat. Yeah, so what is that, like 200 in total, Beardy? For buying horses? One cart, two horses. So, yeah, 150 gold for the horses, and a wagon is 35 gold. So, oh, okay. So 185 gold for two horses and a wagon. Uh, yeah, let's just say I buy that. 
Alright, go ahead and deduct 185, and the party can easily buy two light horses and a wagon from the stables there in town, and you can be on your way as soon as you'd like. Yep, let's go. Let's go. Thank you so much for hosting us. I hope we can see you again at some point. Mm-hmm. Alright. Pear bids you adieu, and you get a big hug from Rose, and like kind of a stern glance from Belle. And the party travels southeast out of Toulay. Bonjour. I I do, but I do not know what they are saying. What was that? <laughs> we can't understand you either. Well, maybe it's just an HLC language, you know? No. <laughs> Don't really love that. I understand you. I, I so looks angry. Even if I can't, don't understand what you're saying, I know. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I just don't, I don't understand how I don't understand what they are saying sometimes, but they, they sound so much like I do. It's not your fault. <laughs> All right. Get in the cart, everyone. Come on, get in the wagon. By the way, if I did my counting correct, everyone got a flower, except for Marcus. Well, it was kind of in the morning. Sol still has them, technically. Oh, Archie no, no, hasn't no, gotten I, one, and neither no, has Karis. No. They honestly just didn't get a chance, but they are still mad at you. <laughs> they oh. were just trying to apologize. So are you from Parthenay, Levette? Yeah, since your voice is all similar and stuff. I am from Zistimais. I don't know where my mother is from, but she did not teach me Parthenian. She taught me Elidash. Oh, that's she weird. Talk about that. <laughs> I don't know. Perhaps there is something in there. Or perhaps I just am weird. It's not definitely not impossible. No, Lovett, you're perfect the way you are. Don't call yourself weird. What? It's just kind of deer in the headlights look. Did I did I say something wrong? And we're off. I guess we're going toward Clisson. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Clisson? Is that how you say it? Clisson. <laughs> I'm gonna punch you. It's Jacques Hamel. <laughs> Alright, it's a one day journey to Clisson. So, in the cart on the way there, since there's now an actual opening for the wagon, because we sad now, <laughs> we don't have my fancy carry. Sol puts the rest of their flowers and, like, holds their hand back. And is like, this is, um, this is for the rest of you? I'm sorry? Karis takes a flower and it wilts in her hands. Oh, no! <laughs> Sol can't see because they're driving, though. They just have their arm back and they're face forward kind of thing. She like sets it down and just looks sad. <laughs> <laughs> Can you like put it in their like lapel and not have it wilt? It's still technically touching her because we still get hurt even if we touch her cloth. Oh. She's special. We're all special. Oh, Karis boy, is the only, <laughs> only one who's taken a flower, I guess. No, my uh, Marcus, uh, I was just looking at the poor flower on there. And, like Rules for flower. And you gave a flower to everyone else other than Marcus. And, and Archie. Oh, Archie? Okay. Yeah, Archie hasn't gotten I keep forgetting to consider Archie a character. Does Archie he just talked him? for his first time it's yesterday. True. He did. I do. I love Archie. But he's also a robot. <laughs> <laughs> Can I channel heal into the flower? It's dead. Though. It's already Aww. dead by the time I picked it anyways. If you're a really good cleric of Eden, then maybe. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Jesus. <laughs> so, 
Oh. Man, listening to the old stuff, this whole campaign has just been singeing Marcus from day one. <laughs> <laughs> amazing, he's not just a burnt husk. <laughs> Give it time. Oh, thank no, you. damn. Thank you for that. Love you guys so much. Love you too. That's so sweet. Now, goddamn, take the flower so I can drive properly. <laughs> Marcus takes one and then takes the other one, and I hand it to Archie. And the dog down. eats. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of wanted to put it on the dog. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome, Archie. Archie nods. Marcus is like, "This is your gift." I get. <laughs> All right. So we spend a whole day traveling to Clisson. All right. So you travel across the Parthenian landscape, and you know this nice rolling country. It's a little bit on the cold side currently. But as you're going through the area, like you enter a place known as the Clisson Valley, which is this kind of really nice, verdant area, which it's currently covered in like a light dusting of snow in some places, but it is still like this wide valley that goes as far as the eye can see, and dotting the landscape are these farms and vineyards. Can we acknowledge history and knowledge local? Okie dokie. And or or? And. Yeah, both. I'll take both. Well, okay, apples. my yeah, history is oh my 33 God. and my local is 10. Okay. My history was 23. My local was a nat one. <laughs> Wonderful. Okay. Wow. So like, I think we're you, on the move. You get a headache. In that case, yeah, Sol, no you know this area is renowned for its wine production and that wines made in the Clisson Valley are regarded as some of the best in the world. There's that. There's that. Hey, so do you know what this area is known for? Yes. <laughs> Siva told me, probably. She likes wine. She literally drinks wine a lot. Oh, God, wine. Let's not tell Karis. Tell me what? What? Nothing! It's just a really big town. It's really pretty. No, you're telling her. Come on. What? Telling her what? What are you talking about, Malchus? Wait, are we keeping secrets now? No, we're not. I don't know what he's talking about. Soul is driving. (laughs) Uh, bluff check. I want a bluff check. Is this the GM want a bluff check? 24. Oh, fuck! <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> wow. Double bird, I'm flipping Marcus. Might be. <laughs> what are people bluffing here? If, like, <laughs> just telling Karis what the town is. Oh, gotcha. Because she's a whiniac. She's a- <laughs> oh, gotcha. Oh, I didn't. I've never heard that before. I just made it up. There you go. Oh, beautiful. Patent it. Patent it. You did it. TM. Copyright. Yeah, you would TM that shit. OC, do not steal. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, Sol is whistling and driving. Uh, Did I do something wrong? No, you're beautiful and we love you. Oh, I forgot to mention Sol took news this morning. (laughs) Hi, guys. Hi. No, you. That's you. Hi, you. Hi, me. End of this trip. I might need to actually buy some more. All right. So the day passes, and you guys arrive at Clisson that evening. So technically, staying the night. If you want to camp out outside of town and then head in in the morning, or you could go into town and get like lodgings for the night and then wake up in the next morning. That'd be the twenty eighth. What do we want to do? Comfy bed or road bed? Comfy bed. I think we need to move as fast as possible. Vera? Oh, what? You okay? Oh, I'm sorry, just thinking. What What are we talking about? 
if we should stay in the town for the night or just keep going and then camp somewhere. I think camping would be perfectly fine. But are you all going to be okay with the cold? Ugh. <laughs> Soul grimaces. I feel like I'm far more used to the temperature here than... Well, if all we you. all stay together... Uh, and then Soul immediately thinks of Karis. Yeah, maybe maybe just staying in a... Maybe, maybe they would call it... Mm-hmm. We can get the file going. I'm not opposed to staying in town, but I just... I mean, I'm there with you and traveling as fast as possible. Don't get me wrong. We could always buy supplies here and leave right away. True. What do we need to get? Well, we'd need shelter, tents, some kind. Mm-hmm. Right, that's a thing, right? Probably tents and blankets would be very helpful. Okay. All right, let's get warm things to sleep in for on the road and then get going. Yep. Savvy? What do you think, maybe three tents? Well, how many, do you just want to get, I mean, you can get one tent that'll sleep everyone. Oh, just one tent. Everyone? Yeah. Holy I'll, shit. I'll get the tent. Okay. Yeah, it's called a, p- a pavilion-style tent. It'll sleep ten ah. people. I'll get that. Okay. Yeah. It costs a hundred gold. Okay. And I'll buy blankets. All right. Well, I already have a Are there, like, sleeping bags or anything we need? Winter blankets are five silver apiece. Oh, damn. That's easy. All right. Would there be anything else we'd need for surviving the cold at night? A uh, pavilion tent and winter blankets will get you pretty far along the way, like that, and building a, a fire, and you should be fine. Okay. Because you guys, you could build the fire inside the middle of the pavilion tent, and then have cool like a, have a smoke an hole. opening. Yeah, a smoke hole for the the smoke to leave the tent, and then you guys would be able to sleep in there, and it would be nice and warm. Cool. Do we need a lookout still, though? Uh, if you would have a lookout, yeah, they would be outside the pavilion tent. Mm. So that's fine though. Whoever's keeping watch would sit outside. Vera is fine with the cold. Okay. We can trade off too. Yeah. Yeah. After all, only need four hours, so thankfully I can give you guys a chance to sleep. All right. So the party goes into Clisson, purchases some pavilion tent as well as some blankets, and sets up camp outside the town. Is, is that my understanding? Is correct? Oh, I thought we were just going until. Yeah, I thought we were going to go until it gets dark and then rest. Yeah. Oh, I see. So you were going to continue on past Clisson. Yes. Okay. So you go into the town, you purchase a bunch of stuff, and then you continue past it without even really stopping. All right. Yep. There is a road that goes to the northeast to the town of Olney, and then that turns north toward Chalon-sur-Mer. So the problem is, when you guys actually arrive at Clisson, there is a couple of guards who stop you. Oh, okay. Halt. Oh. Halt, traveler. One of these guys. So, uh, there's a handful of guards at the gate who uh, do not seem to be altogether friendly looking. Oh, a mustache like that, yeah. Hmm. They just look like regular guards. Is there anything remarkable about them at all? They're wearing Parthenian colors, which is like blue with like gold trim. Okay. So the majority of their, the the gambeson that they're wearing is blue. It's dyed blue. So, anyway, they stop you and they're like, what what business do you have this time of night? Actually, we're just trying to pass through. Picking up supplies for the cold. Hmm. Do you have citizenship papers? Citizenship? What are those? He's, he looks concerned. You are do not... I sound like a felon to you? You speak with a strange accent and you have no citizenship papers. Where are you from? Vil? Vil. Oh, that's uh, complicated. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That is complicated, because I'm technically... Oh my god, guys, shut up. 
So he kind of like whistles, like he puts a finger, a couple fingers in his mouth and whistles really sharply, and a bunch of guards start to converge around you guys. Uh, may we help you? A bunch of travelers from Ville coming from the northwest. We are not, I, you, you should have you, you are obviously lying, and spies from Dereham. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Bitch. Oh, can you send us there? So you admit it. No, we, we just want to go there, and if you're going to just throw us there anyways, like, huh. whatever. Sorry. You wish. What was this thing you were you're going to a dungeon. Look at the truth A dungeon, huh? Uh-huh. We'll get, <laughs> get the truth out of you. Oh, 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 bitch, you better try. So, Marcus! <laughs> so the guards at the, the gate of Clisson ask that you relinquish your weapons and come with them because they have questioning in the city dungeon. Well, since Soul's liar doesn't look like a weapon. How many guards are there? Yeah, how many are there? It was about 20... It's at nighttime, right? It's at night, but he whistled, so all the ones in the in the vicinity showed up. It's about are, 25. Are these, like, do these, are these, like, night guardsmen? They're armed with like... long swords and halberds. We do not have time to deal with this, but I also do not want to become enemies with the Jokers. So, because you, you lot were coming from yeah, the Northwest like... and had no citizenship papers, he thinks that you guys are spies. I'll agree with you, Levette. They do look like Yokels. Well, I'm not going to file the first shot this time. If one of you guys wants to tell this into a riot. Let's see, they were complaining about our accent. You think I could use tongues and just speak in Parthenese? Parthene? Parth? Parthenian. It's up to you. I'm not stopping you. Yeah, I'm gonna just. I'm gonna try it at least to avoid combat. Hello there. I'm so sorry about this. Uh, we do not currently have any papers. However, I am very much so fine with talking this through. However, I do not understand what you mean by spy. We are new here. We need help. All right. Give me a diplomacy check. Please, for the god of all. God damn, that's only a 20. All right. So he seems somewhat sympathetic to your cause, but at the same time he says that it's very simple. If you have no citizenship papers, and you're claiming to be from Ville, then how are you coming from the Northwest? We have a druid. He blinks a few times. The teleportation. What what the hell is he saying? This is still strange. I know some of these worlds, but it's just a little bit of a thing. Okay. So, what I would like is a knowledge nature from Vera to explain how Lithogates work to this guy. Alright. Nope. Can, that. can I? So I've done a one and a two today. <laughs> Hell so that's yeah. That's good. Hell can I yeah. do nature? <laughs> yeah. It's 27. Alright. Soul uh, listens to what Vera says and then is like, and. and then launches into <laughs> another description. <laughs> Alright. Therefore, we ended up here. You explain the whole situation to the guards in full detail about how everything works with those and how you, you travel to the Lithogate here in Parthenay. And the soldier looks somewhat confused. And I'm going to need one more diplomacy check from Sol for him to totally buy your story. 31. All right. So he says, well, I suppose stranger things have happened. Welcome to Clisson. 
Merci. Stand, the guards stand down. Good job. Ooh. So you were able to talk your way past the guards. You get into Clisson, and it's it's getting pretty late at night. It was getting late on the 27th, so you guys have enough time to purchase that pavilion tent and the blankets, and then pass on through the town. I mean, if it's super late that it doesn't make sense to go through the town, did we stay? No, like you said, you wanted to go as fast as possible, so that would mean traveling on as long as you can and then stopping on the road. Okay. Alright. So, you guys travel... Okay, so you're a little ways outside of Clisson, and you rest there, and it is now the morning of the 28th. Boom. I have a question. Yes? With these guys all species, or Parthenian, I forget what it is. Parthies. Can I make linguistics checks to pick up any of it? Sure. Yeah, I mean, you, you can learn the, the language if you want. Yes. Well, yes! I... I may, when we hit that level up, I may have always known it, but we'll see. So we can do these checks to learn the language? Well, you can do the checks to get by. I mean, that's what linguistics is for. Oh, okay. So you can use those checks to get by, and then when you have skill ranks, you can buy additional languages. Because every rank you spend can be a language. Gotcha. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and roll a die here. Okay. You guys camp out, and there is no issue. The roads here appear to be well patrolled, so there is nothing bothering your wagon and your tent. So, sun comes up the next day, and you're able to travel for another day. Woot woot. Right? So, if you push the horses really hard, you can make it to Olne in one day. But I'm going to need a uh, <gasps> animal check. Okay, let's go percussion! Alright. Yeah, 30 will do it. So... Woo! Soul, you're able to use your drums and drive the horses on a little bit faster than normal. Great. And you guys make it all the way across the Clisson Valley, working sort of slowly on an incline as you work your way out of the valley and you make it to the town of Olney, right as the sun is... Well, actually the sun is already down. The sun sets pretty early this time of year. But you get there and it's pretty late at night. It's probably like 8 or 9 o'clock. But... Notably, since it's past this winter solstice, technically each day is getting longer and longer, nonetheless. That's true. Well, at least the amount of sunlight in the day. So that'll put you there at about 8 p.m. on the 28th. Olne is a smaller town than Clisson. It's not walled like Clisson was. And it appears to be like a, a small trading village, farming, and... It also has an industry that processes and sells peat moss as, fu- as a fuel source because there is a large marshland just to the east of town. Interesting. Yeah, got to build an economy. So make a knowledge history or geography. You yeah. got it. Would that be called pitch? Pitch would be unrefined oil. You can get that out of a marsh as well, but peat is essentially if you were to take the more fibrous kind of soil. Yeah there and dry it out, it makes an excellent fuel source to burn. Huh. So you can use that for like almost a replacement for coal. See, listener, you do learn something out of these YouTube videos. No, cut no em. you don't. <laughs> gonna cut it. Cut cut it. No shit. learning in this place. Cut that shit right out. <laughs> Alright. So you know that there is an area to the east known as the Gallard Marshlands. That is the marsh to the east. Anywho... When your DM makes a very nice map and you're like, YOLO, let's get out of here. Yeah. It's like, fuck that. We don't need to be here. It's like, oh, okay. Well, it's a good thing I didn't put too many NPCs in there. 
Aw, now I feel bad. It happens. <laughs> I do feel bad because I want to meet them. I mean, mistake. I do too, but we're on a time limit. Yeah, true. We do. We got. Well, there's plenty of NPCs to meet. We're gonna die someday. Let's get moving. There will always be more NPCs. Yeah, you can die another day. I want to do some damage too. <laughs> God damn it! That's your own fault, Marcus. And who knows? Maybe we'll run into these people that we didn't get to see again. Probably not. I mean, let's face it, though. Anyone we would have run into in a dungeon, I mean... Would be dead. dead. Or a bad guy. Um, political prisoners. Yeah. A bad guy. Maybe you're gonna meet a political prisoner, and he was gonna be a cool cool dude, but it's fine. No, you didn't. Dude, we don't have time to worry about the politics of these fucking people. Whoa. I'm here to save all of them secretly, so whatever. <laughs> Alright, so you arrive at all day. So pretty. Yeah. There's a couple of forums in the town that you can park your wagon in. Cool. Is there like a specific areas different stables are in? Rich area, middle class or whatever or anything? Like Hartenshin or... No, the town's not really that big to have that kind of differentiation. There are a couple of stables in town, but they're all here on the outskirts. Okay. So- and there was no welcoming party here? No, there's no group of guards trying to hassle you as you come into town. Cool. But it's also late at night, and most of the town appears to be kind of shut down for the evening. Well, we'll probably just park our horses. Yeah? Yeah. 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 Were you going to stay the night in the wagon, or were you going to like get a in-room for the party? I didn't think about that. Notably, I just spent money on a tent for everyone and a cart and horses. Mm-hmm. So I'm good at not spending money currently. Oh, you're rich. <laughs> Rest of party. Gonna say that again while I beat you up. You're ow. You're ow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're going to what inns are there? Kenny says I would like to save money. Kyle's like, lol. What inns are there? Okay, there is an inn in town that you could stay at, known as the Majestic Pepper. The majestic This ain't pepper. no elegant olive. It's true, it's not. It's not an elegant olive. It's a majestic pepper. Mm. I'm gonna sleep in the cart. Alright. <laughs> Soul wants to sleep in the cart. It's terrible. Okay, I will sleep in the cart because I don't like care about beds, but <laughs> I thought everyone else wanted to sleep in on in I wanna save money. Okay. I bought y'all so much shit. Yeah. I bought you all a tin. I bought y'all a cart and two more horses. I was like going to buy stuff, and then you're like, no, I'm buying it. I want you to save your money for your cold. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm going to brag about buying everyone's stuff. No! <laughs> no! That's not how it goes. All right. We kill the horses. Kyle! Oh, what? No, that's not the one? Fuck you. Oh, my mistake. No. I mean, I can just put up the tent somewhere inside the town, right? That sounds fucked up and I mean, not allowed. Typically, the towns <laughs> frown on that kind of behavior. They don't like tent cities being set up in the middle of their markets. You want to be a fucking hobo? I don't care! <laughs> Fine, we'll go to an inn! They'll technically allow you to, to camp out there if you can pass yourselves off as a merchant. Like no! If, <laughs> like, if you want to try to like smooth talk your way through the guards and be like, I'm actually a merchant. Soul is not a barterer whatsoever. No? I don't think so. I mean, the last time they went to barter for something, it was a cart, and they said it didn't look like a very nice cart, and they took ten coins off. <laughs> <laughs> I just insulted their hard work. That's true. 
Okay. Yeah. So we'll stay. At, how much is it to stay at the, uh, the gr- gracious pepper? <laughs> the gratuitous peppermint. The gratuitous peppermint is going to charge you guys probably three gold for the night. Okay. Let's rent a room for the party. Yeah. Who's paying? Yeah, who's, who's paying the three gold for that? I'll, I already took Wait. it out of mine. Wait, what? Yeah. Well, it evened out my number. Oh, okay. I'm at a very even number, so I'm like very hesitant to spend anything other than fairly <laughs> large amounts of money. All right, so you guys stow the wagon and horses, and you head over to the Majestic Pepper. So Alme is not quite as large as Clisson. It's not walled like Clisson was. You get the sense, though, that the people here are just as paranoid as the people that were living in Clisson, possibly more paranoid than they were. You guys get a lot of sidelong glances from the peasants as you're walking through the town. People have been keeping a wide berth from you. Uh, no one has engaged you in any kind of conversation, or no one, no one has tried to approach you in any way. You definitely get the sense that you guys are outsiders here, and you're being treated as such. Hmm. That's just on your walk to the Majestic Pepper. Seem when like you- quite the welcoming bunch. Feels like, oh. <laughs> I mean, I'm not necessarily complaining. I mean, I I get it. I'm from a village where we kind of keep outsiders out, so the whole xenophobia thing makes sense to me. Why, why are you doing this to me? <laughs> Soul had their arm wrapped around Vera and slowly was rubbing one shoulder, like, down their arm with their, her hand. Vera's out of there. Uh, oh, okay, bye. Wow. Okay. No, xenophobia is not okay. Well, it's... Just a natural thing that happens sometimes. Well, okay. A isolation is not inherently bad, but xenophobia uh-huh. is different. Soul tilts their head. That is dangerous. That is wrong. The other can't help who they are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Karis I think that it's not their fault. So I, you win them. You're right. Karis kind of mumbles under her breath that maybe they're right to be afraid. Fucking edgelord. Edgelord. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking loser over here. All right. God damn. Oh, may- maybe they're right to be afraid. Maybe they're right to be afraid of our. Maybe they're right to be afraid of our. They're afraid. They're right to be afraid of our dark magics. Loser. <laughs> so are we already at the end? Yeah. So you guys make your way to the inn and currently outside of it, there's a sign that says the majestic pepper. The doors are currently propped open. And there is a fair crowd in there for the night. Like I said, it's getting on in the evening. It's about 8 p.m., maybe a little later than that, 8.30 possibly. And there's a pretty good crowd in there for both an evening meal as well as people settling in for the night. Uh, All right, I'll go order a room right away then. Okay. There are some entertainers currently working (gasps) in there. One guy's playing an accordion and the guy has like a little drum and they're singing. It's decent. It's a nice little atmosphere in there, and you can tell that this place, based on just the smells alone, serves some incredibly good food. Ah, yes. Siva took me to a Parthenian restaurant once when we went out on a date, and the food was so good. I definitely recommend someone trying something, because it is delicious. Well, what, what do they have? Yeah, what do you recommend? We never went over specific for what they ate, per se, past the dessert... So, so it was good, but you don't remember what it was? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> no, Siva kind of ordered everything for me, actually. So I don't actually know what I ate. But it was yummy. <laughs> I just kind of put it in my gob. Well, if you use tongues, wouldn't you know the names of them? They... I didn't have tongues then. No, so how do you eat? Use it now, and oh. I can just say the words. 
for the thing you ate, and it would come out as the name of the um, dish. Guys, I don't actually know the names I, of the dishes. I know. <laughs> you don't have to. You just have to think of what they are in your native language. Isn't that how it works? But I didn't know them in my <laughs> native language. Well, you just call it like a, a, a fish plate with spe- with whatever. You know, I Were don't you know gonna what you say spaghetti? Were you going to say spaghetti? Spaghetti, really? spaghetti and fish. <laughs> a classic. A classic. Spaghetti and fish. Ugh. Just what, order something that, that looks to your appetite. Oh, that's what they're all eating now. It's spaghetti and fish. It's what they specialize <laughs> in. All right. I don't, I don't have a lot of fucking money. That's my diet is whatever I can get. Mm-hmm. Oh, we get a free. We get free. Yeah, you get a free yeah. meal because I, I bought the room. So it, it comes yeah. with a meal. No, I mean IRL. Yeah, well, in fantasy, you can have whatever the fuck you want, and you chose fish and spaghetti. <laughs> I, my point is that I forget, my brain has forgotten what meals are composed of. I forget that. Like, I'm just like, uh, here are two things I can eat. There are fresh breads, there's crepes, there's I, blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. I literally don't know what Soul ate. It was so long ago, guys. It was, a, it was a long time ago. I don't remember it either. So, your group is welcome to the inn, and you're taken to a large table where they sit you down and they bring out a couple of bottles of wine. Uh-oh. Karis immediately takes one of the two bottles for herself. Jesus Christ. Vera will eat just like a very small amount. Soul will shovel as much as necessary what? to sustain them oh, and they, then yeah. head over to the stage. Oh, they bring out like a massive platter of spaghetti Fuck. and fish. Fuck you, beauty. This is what I get. <laughs> Wait, what, what kind of sauce is on it, though? Yeah, what kind of sauce is on it? Oh, um, actually, it's a cream base. Yeah, this is it's thing. really lovely, actually. So buttercream and capers, probably. Yeah, it's like a buttercream. It's like also there's lemon in it, fresh cracked pepper. Whoa, and... whoa, whoa, whoa! If there's lemon with the buttercream, isn't there a chance of it curdling? That's what makes it so delicious. Well, that's why you got to eat it. Proper, like you got to eat it fast because they they spritz the lemon Ew. on it once they put it on your table and it makes it really good. It's a lemon butter fish pasta dish. It's really tasty. <laughs> and Soul is eating a shitload of it. Yeah, you uh, shovel that back. They, they shovel as quickly as possible because they want to get to the stage, so they haven't paid attention to what it is actually. Me as a player, disgusting. Make a fortitude save. Kenny taking the fortitude save? Is that what you're asking? Everyone, make a fortitude save. Everyone. Have we been poisoned? Oh, we'll Nat see. Nat 20. Well, Woo! Yeah, I mean, <laughs> let, let's be honest, though. Were we poisoned, or was it just the meal? <laughs> we'll find out. Yeah. The curdling oh, are we seeing if we're fucking lactose intolerant? The curdling that effect of the lemons on the, the cream-based sauce. We're going to see. That is a 23. All right, well, let me, let me roll one for Marcus. Marcus. Levette is taking her time with this meal. She is not really worried about that. Okay. Does anything happen? We got a 13 and Karis got a 7. Okay. Wow. Yeah, good old What Karis about Archie? And, oh, wait. <laughs> Karis and her negative fortitude save. So you guys shovel down a bunch of this food and it's really tasty. Soul and Vera both seem to have no effects from it. Like, you're fine. It's a delicious meal, and you you liked it. And, and so you run off to the stage to join in, and Vera, you feel no ill effects at all and continue doing what you're doing. Lavette and Marcus, you guys kind of feel odd. Like, you feel off a little bit. Not, like, sick per se, but just kind of a little bit of a rumble going on in your, in your guts. And Karis excuses herself to a bathroom. So what does Soul do? 
Oh, they're at first eyeing the musicians and trying to see what they're playing, getting the like instrumental progression pretty much. Mm-hmm. And they're pretty much calmly dancing to it near the stage, enough to make sure that their twirls have their lyre refracting off the lights towards the stage <laughs> so that they notice that they have an instrument too. Jeez. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a dance check, please. Oh, that's a 31. That's a pretty good dance. That's pretty good choosing to refract dim lights in their faces. But it's a good dance. In their faces. Yeah. So you spin around and dance and twirl and end up getting their attention, of course. And they end up motioning you to join them. Oh, for shizzle dizzle. (laughs) Soul gets right up there. Let us do some strings. Oh, shit. That's a 17. (laughs) (laughs) The two that came out to a 17. Yeah. All right. So you get up there and you start playing and you kind of get a sense that they're still happy that you came up on stage, but, you know, maybe they thought that you were a bit better than you were. Oh, time to bring out the sing. (laughs) Hey, look, that's a 36. There you go. So your angelic voice starts killing it and the whole place is pretty happy with the performance, you know. The patrons are clapping along or some of them are singing along with whatever song was being performed. Well, Babette's going to get her obsession log on and take notes on the song. All right. So, Karis went to the bathroom. Yes. Correct? Yes. I think Vera will go over there to see how she's doing. Are you all right? Knock, knock, knock. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, uh, um, not really. What? What's the matter? Um, I just, I just need a little bit. Something about that dish just didn't sit right. Marcus, can can you come over here? Marcus comes over. All right. Can you do something for Karis? I don't think. What's wrong? I don't think the meal sat well. Ew. Hmm. Would a cure moderate wounds help, Beardy? <laughs> nope, not at all. Remove disease, maybe. <laughs> She's currently in a bathroom, so she can do this herself. I don't think anything I could do would help that. It's just waste of all going. <laughs> can you hold her hair up at least? <laughs> uh, is that even possible? She's, she's fine. Well, let us know if we can do anything for you. Yeah, we'll do. I can create uh, some water if you need no. it. And then you hear a bit of volume. Forks. Yeah. Mm. All right. Great. So a little bit after that, a group of guards come in into the, the restaurant, loungy section of the, in the the first floor. And they start walking around and talking to people. All right. You can tell that the entertainers are agitated about this. And the two of them sort of start packing up their stuff and they're getting ready to leave. Soul's standing up there all confused. They're still holding on their tune pretty much for their lyre, but they stop singing and they're just looking at everyone and just like, what the fuck? You get the sense that the party atmosphere of this whole place has just been blown. Aw. Soul just kind of slowly stops and just helps the other performers pack up, I guess. They thank you, you think, in Parthies. I gotta fucking put a skill point in the linguistics <laughs> after our next level up. You and me both. And we'll never come back here again. We'll level up as we leave, I bet. Eh. The more knowledge Soul has, I think it's better. Than- oh yeah, agreed. I, I need it just because I need to fucking explain this bullshit. So what did the soldiers seem to be doing? They're going from group to group, asking questions, and typically after a group has been dealt with, they either pack up and leave the place, or they go upstairs to their room they rented out. But they leave the area, so the room's sort of thinning out as these guards are moving closer and closer 
to the table that your party sat at. Something is sort of killing the mood. Well, I'm going to have Archie stand between me and... Well, not like right directly between us, but like to my side as imposingly as he can. All right. Anything else going on? I was still helping the performers pack up, but okay. I don't know how long that'll take. Not Soul's there. helping pack up, but like staring at the police officers trying to figure out what's going on. How is the tavern in... How is it laid out? So it's a, a small stage sort of near the door. Come into the door and there'd be a small stage to the right of the door, filling in the corner there. There's a bar all the way in the back of the room across from the entrance. There's two staircases, one on either side of the bar leading up to the second floor. And all of the area in between in sort of a T-shaped room is a bunch of seating. So Soul's pretty much looking to see if they need to like eat out of the hotel even. Oh, we already have a room, right? Yeah. I think Bear is going to head to the room. Okay. Before they have a chance to talk to you. We're going to sneak a sneak. They're going to sneak away? All right. Well, let's like blend in with the crowd. 17. All right. You sort of like slip away from the table. Marcus and Levette probably notice you leaving. So I don't know what they're going to want to do about that. But you kind of slip away and head up the stairs. I can take care of this. Okay. It's about at this point where the group of guards finally make it up to your table. And it's just Marcus and Lavette currently. Since Karis is in the bathroom and Vera just snuck upstairs and Soul's still on the stage. Well, and Archibald. And Archie. That's true. Archie's standing there. So anyway, the guards come up and they say something to you in Parthese. Oh, no. <laughs> try and use the parties that I've heard already yeah. and extrapolate. Make a linguistics saying. check. That was a Ooh, excellent. Twenty-eight. So listening to both the context clues and what you've heard before from them, you get the sense that they ask you to state what you're doing in town because there is a fugitive on the loose. I think it's roughly what it translates to, what you think it translates to. Basically, like, just sort of submit to a check. You get the sense that Parthenay has a pretty serious police state going on right now. Yeah, I've noticed. I'll still be cooperative. I don't know if I can write that 28 into a response. Basically, tell them that I am a traveling merchant passing through. All right. You say that to them in what the best you can muster in Broken Parthese. Mm-hmm. The guards all look at each other, and they look at you, and they look at Archie, and they look at Marcus, and they kind of like, yeah, it, it makes sense. I mean, they're all small people. They're probably here to sell things, and they're honestly, they're too small to cause trouble. So I feel mildly offended by that. Yeah. <laughs> so you kind of get the sense that they're more likely to ignore your guys' presence because you're both small races. So you get a sense that they accept your answer, and they seem to kind of want you to clear the room. All right, well, so they, we'll yeah, okay. where Vera was going. See if they stop us, and if they do, then I'll be cooperative. Okay. They kind of just sort of usher you guys out, away from the tables. So they loop back around and end up stopping Sol at the stage. And Sol, uh. you also don't speak Parthese, so... Oh, will, yeah, I know. They will say something to you in Parthese. And <laughs> guess who just used tongues? Oh, shit. Okay. Oh, shit. So, do you do that before or after they ask you the questions? Oh, I figure while they were coming, they just touched their chest really quick and activated it. Okay. All right. Well, in that case, the first guard comes up to you and he's all like, Oh! No. <laughs> no, not at all. That's not at all how he does. <laughs> so the guards come up to you and they ask, to state your business, say who, like, who are you? Because there is a fugitive on the loose. Uh, one of the lich-blooded was spotted here in the proximity of this area. 
and they think they have them cornered to this building. So, uh, hello there. My name is Elena. I am here on a bardic mission to spread my music everywhere. Make a bluff check. Ah, oh, Jesus. Hui! Yikes. That's Ooh. a big ol' yikes. That's a 14. All right. So the guards kind of look at each other, and they look back at you, and they're like, mm, No, we don't buy that. You're definitely not from around here. Oui. Why don't you step down from the stage? We're going to take you in for questioning. Immediate sweating. Ah! Soul has that very nervous smile look. That is definitely the face they're making as they hop down from the stage and listen to the guards. Okay. So the guards gently escort you out of the building. Well, do they touch Soul? No. Okay. They're, they're not being, them. like, overly aggressive. They want to take them in for questioning because the story is a oh. little bit strange. I'll try and stop them if I see this happening. You're going to rush back down the stairs like, Wait! Wait! me. Doing real good on those linguistic yeah, checks, I'm though. Okay, the linguistics. So yeah, yeah, 20, yeah, yeah, yeah. 25. So in broken Parthies, you want to say, like, what? There's a real basic is, message. That soul is part of my business. They're with me. Okay. The soldiers look at each other, and they kind of shrug, and they usher you to come along as well. Oh, great. Because, <laughs> like, basically you just ran down and been like, you know, I'm with them, I'm with them. And they're no, just well, like... I'm saying uh, their, okay. their story yeah. is... They're confused, is, I guess, part of what I'm trying to convey. Mm-hmm. Nope. Yeah, language-wise, I get, I would probably not. Body language-wise, I'm very much kind of giving Soul like a scolding look. Like, what are you telling them? Soul looks hurt by that. <laughs> well, I'm I'm just trying to play up the act. I'm trying to get involved. <laughs> Archie's not. They sure don't how know to react what you're doing. This. Yeah, that's fair. They're like, eh, I can talk my way out of things. Whatever. All right. Well, if they still usher me along, though, I guess I'll cooperate. I would like Archie to follow. I didn't have him come up with me, and I kind of want him to follow at a distance. If he can stay sneakily, then... I mean, I don't know if he can sneak very well, but... Well, statistically speaking, he can sneak fine. He's not amazing, but he's not bad at it. That's up to you if if he's going to have any sort of... Well, he doesn't exactly blend with the crowd, so... No. That's going to give him a bit of a circumstance penalty. So, basically, the two of you then get ushered along with the guards. Karis exits the bathroom a little bit later and doesn't see anyone sort of assumes that they all must have gone to bed, or that everyone else got sick from the food, too, and had to clear out. She'll go upstairs and find just Vera. And, and, Marcus. and Marcus. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, Marcus didn't, didn't stay. Okay. She pops in the room, and she's like, where's everyone else? Is no one else downstairs? No. I figured they were. you would all be up here, but <sighs> Sol and Levette like, are missing. Hands on the eyes, like, just down. Oh. Is there a window? Yes, there is a window. I'm going to open up the window and be shape. Okay. And I'm going to try to find people. Alrighty. So make a survival check for tracking. And while you're doing that, the guards escort you a little ways away from the Majestic Pepper. Do you see the large purple building sort of in the center of town? That's the primary government complex town. It's where the Lord Mayor resides. It's also where the town guard are based out of. So it's not very far from the Pepper. It's only like one block. So it's a short walk and they take you into a side entrance that goes down into a sub-basement level of the building. 
It's well lit and it's full of the hustle bustle of lots of guard action. There's a lot of people being interrogated. There's a lot of guards talking with each other. There's tables strewn with notes. There's boards with bits of string from one note to another <laughs> note. Like it's, it's definitely like a place where there's, this is the center of law enforcement in the, in the town. <laughs> so we are in the popo. Yes, you're in the popo station. Essentially, the guards set you guys down in a room with a few torches in there and only one door. So it's essentially it's an interrogation room. Did I make a check for Archie? For what? Oh, for following behind? Yeah. He can follow behind, but he won't be able to get inside the building by himself. I just want him to stay around 100 feet with him okay. so he doesn't start getting hurt. Gotcha. Okay, then he'll mill around the entrance to the station, the okay. guard post. But he is close enough to not take damage. You two are, are led into a room, you're sat down at a couple of chairs, and they say that someone will be along shortly. They thank you for your cooperation. Not a problem. All right, so a little while later, maybe less well, than... So, yeah, if he okay. leaves right away, right? Yeah, he leaves what right away, and it's okay. the two of you in a small room by yourselves now. Yes. I, what are we doing? How are we getting out of here? Oh, I just figure they'll ask us some questions, and when we aren't who they're looking for, we'll just get out. Do you think that maybe we are who they're looking for? No. Oh, I'm going to talk in Elven also to make sure that you don't oh. understand us. I do not I think they are. Actually, I guess I have to switch on my accent too, don't I? That's just how I've been playing Stoll. I know, but I figure that uh, Levette's Elvish probably has a little bit of Gnomish accent in it. Just like how her Gnomish was supposed to have a little bit of Elvish accent, but I guess it was Parthese. Alright, here he's like, well, figured that might be the guards we ran to in the road earlier. Or uh, the ones that, mm-hmm. that they told other guards about us. They said that the, they, they could change their minds and thought we were spies after all or something. No, I don't think that's possible. We're fine. I, it's, it is definitely possible, objectively. Objectively, uh, yes, but I do not think that's the case. Oh, uh, well, I don't know. We just stand out as all. Well. Soul's just kind of waiting for Levette to get through any other thoughts. What? What are you staring at me for? All right, okay, I can't do that any longer. Well, okay. So, it's around this point where you hear sort of like a knock on the wall near you. Make a perception check. Okay! I'm good at this. You My are... perception is 28. Also, Vera, your tracking is successful. Nice. She got a 30. That was amazing. You said you're in B form, right? Correct. Is this like the B the size of like your palm of your hand? Or is this... A... Yes. Okay. This is like the rat size. Okay. So this is the smallest whatever. you can become. Yes. Yeah. Alright, you are able to sort of track them down, because like I said, it was only like a block away, so... Mm-hmm. By the time you started doing your concentric circles to try to find them, you end up spotting them right as they're entering the primary government building. Okay. From there, you're able to find essentially a barred window that has no glass, just a bar, that you can probably like squeeze in easily and get inside the sub-basement complex that they're currently in. Okay. So, so I can see them? No, not currently, but you get the sense you're close because you can smell them. Da, 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 okay. I'll, I'll squeeze in. Why not? I'll squeeze in. Okay. Uh, would you like Let's to make... be naughty today. Yeah, you can, you can make a couple of stealth checks to try to avoid the random guards in there. 19. All right, that's a fair check. You move around the sub-basement, avoiding the guards and kind of like walking along the ceiling in certain places. And you think you get a sense of where they are. There's a, a line of rooms that only have one door going into them. 
They appear to be interrogation rooms of some form. Possibly torture chambers. You don't know. So I'll, I'll probably be above in the crevice between the wall and the ceiling. Okay. Kind of adjacent to that door. Awesome. Make perception check, please. All right. We got ourselves a 28. Wonderful. Nice. All right. So you me. and Levette and Soul all hear a light knocking. Vera, you can tell that it's probably coming from the wall between two of these rooms and Soul and Levette. You guys can hear it in the room as if someone in the, in the adjacent interrogation chamber is knocked on the wall. Come in. <laughs> <laughs> Who, who's there? Is there a joke that goes with this? New cell, who dis? <laughs> nice. Before anything, can I do a tangent quick? Yeah, what's up? I want to know what Marcus is doing quick. <laughs> Back in the hotel yeah, room with Karis. Karis is sitting on the opposite side of the room, staring at Marcus, not saying anything. <laughs> Are they like unloaded NPCs? <laughs> yeah, kinda. They're tea posing. Oh, there you go. That's it. We did it. We cracked it. They're tea posing. <laughs> They're no posing at each other, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> trying to assert a dominance at each other. This is exactly what we're doing. We're yeah. posing, staring yeah. at each other like metapods. Beautiful. Marcus, you yeah. hard. Stop. No. <laughs> no. No. Karis did too? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, anyways, what was the knock on the wall? So, there was a knock on the wall, and I was I was hoping to find some sort of uh, voice filter that sounded like muffled and far away, but uh, there doesn't appear to be one that's clearly marked like that. Just so, cover your mouth. Just cover your mouth with your I know, that's what I'm going to have to do, so it's going to be like this. Jolly, good to meet you. You wouldn't happen to be um, non-natives to Parthenay, would you? Oh, we are. <laughs> Would you mind helping a bloke out of a spot of trouble? Are you talking to us as you are? I feel like I should continue sitting like a proper person. But if I can do something from here, sure. What's up? Well, I think one of these bricks is loose. Would you mind helping out? What is in it for us? Well, you'd be doing a good turn, wouldn't it? Hmm? Ooh, ooh, this is like Captain Claw where he takes his claw and he cuts open a brick somehow. He's a cat person. And a pirate. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> a computer game I played when I was little, but I'm assuming it's a book that's all I, I love about it a tabaxi. That so, I love it that somehow that's that's in, like, universe now. Thanks. <laughs> it's a tabaxi who was a pirate captain who got thrown in jail after his entire ship was taken over by dogs. <laughs> dogs? Dog people. Like Zeal? Like Knowles? Yes. Knowles. It was a very good book. Are you saying that a, a wall person is a tabaxi was accosted by Norris? No, I just meant how we could get the brick out is we could extend one of our claws and go around the rim of the brick and then it'll just fall out. Oh, well, I mean, Archie could fucking bust these walls open. Archie's back at the hotel. Oh, he's not. He's, he was trailing us and uh, he can get healed pretty quickly. Don't think that's very safe for any of us to stay here the night if he goes busting down the jail cells. That's all. And I would make to avoid this. If we are going to dismantle the building, I'm saying he is suited for it. <laughs> gotcha. Sorry, I think I'm just going to keep sitting unless you give me a good reason. Well, I'll let you know not very many people walk out of this place. We're going to walk out of this place. That's all cut in stone. <laughs> oh, okay. I trust you on this. They're just going to ask us some questions. We're going to answer them honestly. You're a merchant. I'm following you and stupid. 
And okay, yes, then we leave. This honesty. This is the truth that I agree with. Soul slaps you really quick. All right. You hear the door in the adjacent chamber open. You hear some shouts in Parthese. And then you hear muffled blows against, like, a body. So someone being punched. And then, <laughs> and then more shouts. And then more blows. And then after about three minutes, you hear a door slam again. Was that from the chamber that the guy called from? Yes. Ooh, he's naughty. <laughs> okay, well, uh, now we might be in the more complicated situation. There's a knock at the wall. You still alive There's over there? Well, uh, again, fancy a bit of help. We're not clerics. It's not exactly the sort of help I'm asking for. Look, if you just... I don't trust criminals. What sort of help are you asking for? <laughs> Wait, sorry, that is not a principle we can actually accurately abide by. But... There's just a, a, there's a loose brick right here. And you, you can hear like a tapping on the wall at a specific point. If you just give that a good nudge. All right, I'll do it. I'll nudge it. I'm strong. All right, make <laughs> souls continue to sit out in the chair with their hands folded. Make a strength check. I nudge this knowing I will fail. Oh, yeah. my motherfucker. 14. God. You did 14. it. 17 with a you minus three rule. All right, okay. Lavette, you shove this brick, and sure enough, the mortar around it is weakened, and uh, it pops out. Yeah, and it hell froze over. You passed the strength check. The mortar cracks, and the brick slides out, revealing a hole. You can peer into the next room over. You see a man who is bound at his wrists. He's got some serious swelling and a black eye. He looks like he's got the pretty good shit kicked out of him currently. But other than that, he's wearing pretty good clothes. He's wearing what you would probably consider noble garments. It's like colored blue and trimmed in gold, which are like typical Parthenian colors. Yeah. Hmm. So I'm still sitting in the chair, but side-eyeing Levette, like trying to figure out what she's doing. Hey, how did you spell out? Oh, like, I, mean, I guess she was not sitting. I'll, I'll start like, to walk back towards the chair. You can see this guy now, and he looks through the hole and sees you, and he's like, well, cheerio. So, uh... <clears throat> Fancy help me break out of this place? No. Excuse me? Well, I mean, I... it looks like you've already been detained by the authorities here, and they don't take oh, much no, kindly no, no. to foreigners. Well, I'm just a traveling merchant. I'm not in any business with criminals. It would not profit me. <laughs> would it? You think I'm a criminal? Yes. Huh. The only thing I'm guilty of is being loyal to Daraham. I'm sorry, what did you say? Soul, like, jumps up and looks all excited. Uh, you can't tell from my charming personality and good looks. No! You look like shit. <laughs> he laughs and spits some blood out. Uh, it's true, I've looked better. Soul is now, like, nearer to that hole. Their ears are all perked up and stuff, and they're like, Ticket, ticket. <laughs> I've found the way to the island. <laughs> well, if the queen could see me now, he kind of laughs. You know the queen? Of course I know the queen. He kind of jerks his head to the rest of this place. Don't tell them that, though. He puffs his chest up to, like, gesture at his clothes. I'm a, a fancy Parthenian noble, aren't I? And why are you even here? It's a bit of a complicated story. One that I'll tell you as soon as you get me out of here. It's real easy, I promise. Can I keep you bound? Well, that's sort of the idea. He turns around and kind of shoves his hands through the hole in the bricks. And you can see that he has what are called mage cuffs on. A mage cuff is essentially a locked glove that prevents your fingers from moving. Oh, yes. So if you could just slip that off me, 
I can get us all out of here. We can get us all out of here, no problem. Oh, just yeah. two of us. That's not a concern of ours. We don't need that. But <clears throat> Sol, like, takes Levette and, like, moves them to the other side of the room <laughs> and just, like, goes over to her ear. But he could take us to Dareham, then. Yes, I'm playing. We're playing the good cop, bad cop thing. I'm, I'm just trying to mix, you know, get sweetened the beard. I, I'm, I'm both. It's very crazy. I just, but also, I don't really want to be in trouble with the authorities. It will make Neither do I. So, uh, I'm trying to weigh that out. Okay. So it has to be fast enough to actually get us out. Let's just see where our strengths lie when they come to question us and then figure out if we should let them out. I have, I, I need to ask you something. Time's running out, okay. friends! So I'll head back over to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, is this plan of yours going to kill anyone? <laughs> I should hope not. It'd be pretty bad at my job if I left corpses everywhere. Soul kind of comes over. You want us to trust you with a plan. So then you show us trust in return by explaining it. Well, I suppose you've got me in a bit of a pickle. So... I suppose the Parthenians have me in a bit of a pickle. Not much other choice than do I. <clears throat> Allow me to introduce myself. Pleasure to make your acquaintance. The name's Graham. Alec Graham. Oh, he's old? He's <laughs> oldish. I mean, he's, in, he's probably like 40. This is fucking Boomer over here. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's technically younger than me, so. Yeah, that's true. Uh, wait, I am your vet. If we do release you, can we still tie you up afterwards? He gives you a sly smile. I think I'd be all right with that. Oh, <laughs> Soul looks uncomfortable. <laughs> I think it was helping, but uh... I, I, um, uh, um, uh, Soul.exe has stopped working. <laughs> he gives you a bow and uh, introduces himself as Alec Graham, member of His Majesty's Eternal Service. Love that. Yes. Should we wait to see what they talk to us about? Or how long do you think they'll have us in here, even? Well, let's come up with some plan B if talking our way out is not well. We blast this place? <laughs> we could do that. Yeah, he can. Anyway, you can contact the rest of the group. We may need to get moving immediately. You're the one with the message. So again, not to trouble you too much, but if you could just slip these gauntlets off my hands, I can take ba -ba 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 -ba. care of the rest of this. <laughs> We're talking, Alec. Calm down. <laughs> it's a grown-up place to talk. I'm older than you, therefore I have seniority. Anyways. <laughs> doesn't Levette have open? Or is that a yeah, touch that spell? It doesn't have good locks. It's very useless. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason she has it is to check if chests are alive or not. We haven't come across many chests. No, we have not. But it's important. <laughs> Wait, uh, message... Only go so far. It would not reach the inn if they are pure cells, and it could reach them, but I don't know where they are. I'd have to be pointing a light at them. And it doesn't go through solid doors. Oh, that's a pretty useless spell then. Excuse me. Uh, I built this thing myself. This is one of the first gadgets Gizmos I built. It's been very useful. <laughs> Can we spell it? Sorry to cut this short, but they're back. Alec turns around, he, he picks up the brick with his bound hands from behind himself. And slips it back into the slot of the wall. Hop back in my seat. The door to your cell opens. Two soldiers yeah. come in first, both of them looking rather angry. And then a older person comes in wearing a robe, like a blue and gold trimmed robe. Okay. Ah, so the uh, guards tell me that you 
are travelers, merchants. What language is he saying this in? He's speaking in Vil. Uh-oh, Scadios. Hello! Hello. <laughs> it is good to meet you both. So... Oh, it's good to meet you too. What's your name? I am a friend of the government. That is all you need to know currently. Okay. Coincidence, so are we... That's very good uh, to well, It hear. depends on the area. <laughs> I'm very happy to hear that you are friends of the government as well. So okay. you'll have no problem answering me some questions. Okay. Yes! So, the first question, mm-hmm. who are you and what are you doing in Parthenay? I am Jove. I run a traveling merchant business. This is my associate. Hello. Hello. Okay. I'm going to do a bluff check for that one. Okay. Ooh, that was 20. Thank 20. God! Oh, 29. Woo! Okay. 29! Okay. The older person in the robe nods, says, Okay. Do you have your citizenship papers? No. Do you have any border crossing documentation? Unfortunately, it was taken by bandits uh, outside of the country. They will probably be trying to use it to enter illegally, so if there are others using our identity, you may want to look out instead of us. Make another bluff check. Oh, that was, that was <laughs> 11. <laughs> We're gonna get the beat the shit beat out of us. <laughs> We're gonna get the beat shit out of us. <laughs> oh, my beats! <laughs> <laughs> that is disappointing to hear. Truly, these are dark times. If someone would simply take your citizenship or crossing documentation... Soul looks like they're playing with their, like, fingernails currently. Uh, they you, got distracted. You do understand how this causes a, a bit of confusion with how to process you without any documentation. So you Well, will we're for- trying to leave the country, so it's fine. Ah, a likely story. So we're going to go ahead and hold you here for some time until we can process you new documentation. We want to make sure this okay. is all very legal. Mm-hmm. So we figure that... We will have it ready in about a month, maybe two. So you're going to keep us in this cell until it's done? Well, not this cell specifically, but you'll be transferred to a holding facility. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, All right. You can tell the two guards are looking at you to see if either of you show any kind of defiance. They're just, like, waiting to attack you. Waiting to attack us. Yeah, they're just like waiting for any excuse to start raining blows down on you. Soul goes back to playing with their fingernails. Good. Well, someone should be by shortly to transfer you to a holding facility. Have a good evening. Julio, my bro. You too. I hope you have a lovely dinner if you haven't had one yet. They get up and And I hope you have sweet dreams. And they close the door. (laughs) Soul goes over to the brick. (laughs) Knock. You see Alex standing there, looking back through the, the hole now. What did Hands I tell you? <laughs> They're not exactly the most reasonable people on this planet. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hands, he, please. He turns around and presents his locked gauntlets to you. And you promise I can tie you up after this to make sure you don't run away? <laughs> he just sort of chuckles. Can I sense mode of him? Yeah. I would like to do that. I think he's just a suave, cool guy. Ten! <laughs> yeah, you... you <laughs> You get the sense that he's um, not threatening you in any way. Levette. Your sense motive is you, better than mine. Your sense motive is more successful, and you get the idea that he's probably overly flirtatious. With soul? Yeah. Yeah. Or just probably everyone in general. Somehow I still like him better than. That's fine. 
All right. Soul takes off the gauntlets or right. cuffs. Cuffs. Yeah, they're like these these finger locked cuff things. And while sliding it off, they lean in and whisper, "I will break all your fucking fingers if you betray me." All right. He kind of like flexes his fingers and stretches his hands out, reaches one hand back through the hole between the two rooms and says, take my hand. Soul takes it? Are you taking us somewhere? Make sure you grab your friend's hand as well. Soul like just grabs onto a little bit. To get Archie over here so we don't abandon him, grab his hand as well. There's a thunder crack, like this loud, like thunderous boom. And the next thing you know, you're outside. I, I would like to imagine that was some sort of electricity current through all of us, and Soul's hair is like a bit staticky. <laughs> like, I just imagine like a poofed up cat. <laughs> ah, much better. Now, we aren't very far from that location, but we're no longer in the tender care of the Barthanians. He flexes his hands as if trying to get the, fa- the feeling fully back in them. Now that there's no wall separating the two of you, he gives you like a deeper, more polite bow. Well... As much fun as it is to uh, hide in the Soul grabs his hand and <laughs> runs towards the inn. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We need to grab our friends and go. That was exactly what I was trying to do. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Vera, you, you hear a thunderous boom after those uh, Inquisitors leave the interrogation chamber. So you definitely know something happened. Are there, like, windows at all on the doors, or is it... No, they're all are heavy, solid wood if I can't hear anything coming from the other side, mm-hmm. I'm going to fly out. Otherwise... Yeah, you don't you don't hear anything coming from the rooms anymore. And the guards rush back after the thunderclap, and they open the door, and they're not in there anymore. So you, you definitely know they're not... They're no longer in the area. And the guards, like, fan out. Like, search the area! Well, so in Parthes, whatever. Sol's going to turn to Levette while we're running towards the end and just be like, I'm going to get the cart ready. Go get Karis and Marcus. Okay, okay, let's go. Okay. So Sol takes Alec and, like, <laughs> tries to find stuff in the cart to, like, keep him secure in there pretty much. I was like, you're my prisoner now. Prisoner? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to fly yep. me up to the window of our room and knock on the window. <laughs> so how are you holding him exactly? You're, you're just oh, telling yeah, Alec it. that it's just verbal? Like, you're my prisoner well, and that's it? <laughs> Soul, like, grabs his cloak and wraps it around him. It's not even tied. It's just wrapped around him and just pushed him against a seat and is just staring at him and just like, you're my prisoner now. <laughs> you're somewhat new at this, aren't you? I mean, you're not arguing, so I think I'm doing great. <laughs> well, I have a, I have a secret for you. He, he kind of leans toward you. Okay. Secret is? He whispers a message to you. He says, the owl sleeps at midday. Okay. He gives you a wink and vanishes. <laughs> Motherfucker! Alright, so I'm trying to get the attention of Karis and Marcus. Okay. You go up into the hotel room and the two of them are T-posing angrily at each other. <laughs> I don't even bother going into the hotel. I'm going to have Archie fly me up there, carry me. I'm just going to knock on their window. Alright, so the two of them uh, plank their way out of the, the building. <laughs> <laughs> and follow behind. No, they clip out of the building. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> they just clip straight. They're T posed, so they just clip straight through the wall. Doesn't matter. It's fine. Just rotating on like one axis. Mm hmm, mm hmm. One's on Z axis, one's on Y axis, and they're just spinning. Oh, oh okay. Yep. And, and Vera scooted their butt through the bars and stuff and headed to the tavern. And- okay. Uh, I'm in the cart currently. 
Mm-hmm. So I'm like yeah, looking for yeah. Levette pretty much. Yeah, well, I'll come back, but I'll be like, oh, well, where is he? Soul is sweating profusely and just wringing their hands. Um, so what's going on? Well, it's uh, a prisoner. The one that got us into all this trouble. I had him, and then he disappeared. Sorry, you had literally one job. I had him tied up and everything! <laughs> you were supposed to use the magic gloves. Tying him up isn't enough. That's why he was wearing them in the first place. I don't deal with wizards very often other than my fiance! <laughs> what else there? I don't know! Well, I, I had a boundary, guys. You follow the no-clipping necromancer <laughs> and cleric. Yeah. Oh, that's just... Oh, snaps to his proper <laughs> positioning. Like, oh, hey. Oh, okay. Everyone get in the car, we're going. Wait, where are we going? We, we are going we gotta out get out of here. Car. Yeah, we get to go. We have to go. Why? Because we are fugitives. We are going, in fact. <laughs> um, yeah, I throw over... <laughs> I get everyone in. Wagon's moving. What the hell's going on? <laughs> Wait. We escaped jail. Let's go. <laughs> also, we will land on Varys. Hi, Vera. Buzz buzz, motherfucker. <laughs> I hope you had a lovely evening, everyone. Working the fuck out of here. Go, horses I didn't name. <laughs> so so we're being pulled by a horse with no name? Two. Mm-hmm. Two horses with no names. Yep. So, <clears throat> Marcus, when you climb into the wagon, you notice something that was not there before. What do I notice? You notice a rolled-up parchment with a feather stuck in it. Um... With a feather, I would, I would assume that's for soul. But of course, Marcus is gonna look first. Motherfucker! <laughs> I pick it up and I open it. Okay. It says to go to the docks in Chelan sur Mer, find the old wharfmaster, and tell him the phrase I told you. Hmm. Looking forward to seeing you again, AG. Hmm. So that should explain everything. <laughs> Marcus flips it up and over and around. I tap soul on the shoulder. I think this one. I think this might, this might be for you. Oh, okay. Th- thank you, Marcus. Soul grabs the paper. Did Did you read this? I didn't know who it was to, so I opened it up to read it. And... Oh no, that's fine. I don't care. I just didn't know if you had. Yeah. yeah <laughs> no, I, yes, I read it, but only to figure out who was it to. Soul sweeps your hair out of your eyes for a second. Thank you, Marcus. <laughs> and Soul, like one-handedly, has the horses and unrolls the scroll and looks at it. Marcus oohs for a second. There's no wooing in this area. Mm, Thousand dollar fine. Yeah. Goddamn. <laughs> no wooing zone. What the hell? So what does it say again? It says to find the old wharfmaster in Sherland sur mer and deliver him the coded phrase that I told you. Or give him the message that I told you. I'd love for Soul to forget it like 95% and be like, Klaatu, <laughs> Varada. <laughs> yeah, and then fuck it up. And, <laughs> and then the, the, the old wharfmaster I've done that before. Like, this is like, yeah, I, I don't know who you are or what you're doing here, but you need to get when I went out. To the, the first time I went to the spy bar, bar in Milwaukee, oh, no. I thought I knew I the know. password and I had one word off. And they were like, you can try again because you're only one word off. And I was like, but this is what I remember. <laughs> <laughs> so I still had to do it. It was really embarrassing. So I guess we're going to be traveling through the night. I suggest everyone who can sleep in the cart, sleep. Okay, you guys can make camp somewhere outside the town to the north. I'm going to get far away, far enough away, mm-hmm. and then I'll put up our tent and stuff. Okay, so you guys ride on until about midnight and then camp out. So I'm going to make some rolls here. All right, you pitch the tent, you make a little fire, you 
eat an evening meal. It's not too bad. Anyway. I that's... like my bug sprinkles that I've gotten used to on all my meals. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh? Yeah, my good beetle sprinkles. Yeah, that's what Soul calls them now. Yeah. I thought you didn't eat any of them. They kind of got desperate after most of their rations. No way. Yeah. <laughs> it's what's there. Yeah. So you run into real food. Next thing you gotta eat, beetles. We also do have meat still. Yeah, we still have meat. Oh. But Soul calls your beetle sprinkles. <laughs> it makes them feel better. It makes them feel better. Alright, that puts us to Tuesday, the 29th of January. <sighs> Good morning, everyone. Who's ready to get on the road? <laughs> of course. Cool. So, like, starts packing up the tent, and, like, thinks about it, and pops some ears, and then happily continues <laughs> packing up the tent. We're not attacked, so that's lovely. And you are less than a day's travel from Shalon sur mer we got ways hell. That is sleepily gonna curl up in the, the cart. So, who exactly was the one that you were talking to? His name was Alec. He was pretending to be a noble here. Was he smart? Pretending to be a noble? Yeah, he's from where we're supposed to go. Were you able to get him to help us at all? Well, the letter he wrote, I assume either me or Levette. <laughs> it says, come to the docks, find an old warp master guy thingy, and then I tell him something. Well, what do you tell him? Sorry. What, what do you tell him? Uh, a thing about owls. A thing about owls? Yep. Like a fact? <laughs> any fact? Roll for nature. <laughs> <laughs> I'll figure it out. So... Yeah, what's up? So you, this guy, you were watching him. Soul starts sweating. <laughs> and just what happened? He just what? I tied him up. Mm-hmm. He said he had a secret for me and for me to come close, so I did. And oh, then he told okay. me the owl thing, and then he disappeared. How'd you tie him up? Oh, oh! oh I took his cloak thingy and I wrapped it around him in a big knot. You have all the rope, so I didn't have anything past. Close. You don't have any rope. Do you yeah. know how important rope is? You have all the rope. Maybe we can pick so. up some more rope. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah but I mean, guy. like, normally we're together. Hmm. This is soul's logic. <laughs> so this guy disappeared while you were watching him. He was literally oh, in my hands. You do not know where he went, and he told you to remember a thing, and you don't remember it. Oh, I remember it. What is it? I don't feel like telling you. <laughs> Wait, what? Why not? Because I don't. But we'll understand <laughs> this. It's important. Yeah, we'll be all together when we get to the Wharfmaster. And tell him? I'm confused about this lack of trust. <laughs> it's not a lack of trust, it's still just being like fucking little shit. Just like it's my information. I want to say what, it. What if something happens to you and we have to do something to stop the demon? Whatever, Soul. motherfucker general. Yes, Marcus? Soul. What? We're a team. We all promise we'll let you say it, but for the safety of the mission... For the quest, you tell us what the guy said. Soul turns back to Marcus with kind of an annoyed face, and then their face kind of softens to an unusual expression, and then they blush. Well, you could at least talk to me like I'm an adult. You are an adult. You are an adult. And that's why You're I'm right, I am! Uh, in an adult situation, which is to say that we are responsible for ourselves, and we need to be careful about everything. Just, Marcus always talks to me my, like I'm... 
younger than him or no, something. He's an asshole. Don't worry. <laughs> Beardy. Yes. Would the essence of Marcus, not Garbin, but the Soul Eater, be technically older than Soul? I mean, <laughs> yes. I mean, they both are. So they both would be. Yeah, I have soul. to be because. Uh-huh. I mean. Garbin, for some reason, didn't age for a long time, so... But yeah, I mean, both your true form as well as your primary host body are both older than Soul by a long margin. Would the knowledge of how old I actually am no. be in there? Nope, not Damn. at all. Not Damn. even close. It's all kind of a blur. Damn. The all sleeps at midday. Soul. <laughs> there, I, I said it. I'm, thank you. <laughs> the owl sweeps at midnight? Yeah. Sweeps at midnight. That's when I was able to clean the house, but okay, that's... I just want you to see me as an equal, Marcus. That's all I want. In many ways, you're much better than I am. I just Soul turns you. around. I can only hope to be able to carry the burden that you're carrying. Oh! <laughs> Should keep going, right? <laughs> Soul is red and embarrassed. Marcus gives a little chuckle. Goes back to reading his prayer books. So I guess I'll... Push the horses towards Chalon sur Mer. Cool, cool. All right, so you guys ride on and your last day's journey en route. So you guys continued on until they couldn't travel anymore and slept through the night. I need a perception check from everyone in the party. Everyone? Everyone. Okay. That what the fuck? Awful. That was going to be a 17. <laughs> 14. I have a 21. No right. one rolled above a 10 on the die. Great work. I never Scree. have. Oh, Scree rolled a he 10. He got a 10. But he did not roll above a 10. My statement remains Okay. <laughs> Scree got a 22 adjusted. Next highest was Sol at a 21. No what about one... Karis? Karis is a heavy sleeper. Oh, okay. Uh, so is Marcus. Okay. That T-posing is exhausting. Yeah. Yeah. All right. In that case, no one succeeds, and you guys sleep in the night. You take watch, as you guys have already set up. Watch one is Vera, watch two is Sol, watch three is Marcus, and watch four is Levette. You guys do that every night, unless otherwise noted. And things go through pretty normally, and you detect nothing of note or strangeness. And that's going to start us on the next day, which is going to be the 29th of January, year 763. So, party wakes up. This is fucking cold. Good morning! Let's get up and get to Chalon Semer and get the fuck out of this country! Am I right? Yes, the, the faster we can get out here, the better. Everyone's kind of, like, mean, too. Yeah, you know, they, they really are. Like, meaner than, like, the people who are running after you in Vel, even. Maybe? Uh, Debatable? Maybe. No, I don't know. Not me, those in norms. No, I definitely don't like it here. The the people seem even less hospitable than those in Ville. Yeah, they're really freaking me out, to be honest. So the sooner we can get to the island, the better, in my opinion. I assume we're all just kind of like talking while we're taking down the tent kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys are breaking camp down. Around a Marcus. A T-posing Marcus. T-posing in bed. He starts clipping out of his sleeping bag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so after we take down the tent camp and everything, we haul everything into our cart and we start heading over to Chalon Semer. All right. No one has anything else to do. I'm just going to go ahead and advance to travel here. So let me go ahead and roll an encounter die. All right. Party travels throughout the day. 
and you arrive at Chalon-sur-Mer. Merci uh, beaucoup. In the <laughs> mid-afternoon, around 4 p.m. Nice. We made good time. Day. You guys made great time. The roads are well patrolled. Like, it seems very safe up here. So let me go ahead and pull up a map. Hope not too well patrolled. I think we should keep our heads down <laughs> while traveling. So you guys arrive at Chalon-sur-Mer, and it is a port city. It's a pretty large-sized it's separated into three main districts that you can see as you approach the city. As you approach it, you're kind of coming down from a hill, so you can kind of see the city sprawled out ahead of you. And there is a docks district, there's a central trade district, and then there's like a residential lower class district on the east side of town, <coughs> furthest from the water. So that's sort of the color differentiation there on the map. Okay. But there's a large dock complex there along the water, a large harbor. You probably imagine that to be your target. Yeah, uh, the that's I figured we'd head to the docks first. Yeah, and the city is not walled, and there's no guards at the main roads like there were in the other the other towns. So. Oh, thank God. You've struck a bit of luck here. I, I still oh. am going to put my shawl over my head just to keep a low profile. I'm going to try to make my shawl look like a hood like Vera. <laughs> You're doing a bear impression over I'm here? I'm doing a bear impression. Well, I left all my hats in the other cart. Whoopsies. <laughs> yeah, well, that's why I, when we teleported without it, I was like, oh no, I don't have the cart. That means no hat. Are you going to buy some clothing for Archie? I'm thinking about it Well, before we leave. How upscale is this town? Sorry, I probably missed it. Uh, it's not. Not really. It's not. I mean, it's is not it, It's not really well, is it like, upscale. I mean, it, it's okay. a port city. It's a trade hub. It's also a main place for fishing. So there's like a huge fishery built into the wharf as well. So the city sort of has the salt smell is very thick in the air here. If it has like there's that There's a lot of birds. Like quaint but quality going on. I mean, it's, it's reasonably sized. There are shops here that you can buy decent mm-hmm. stuff. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, it, this is not like... Gay Paris, right? This is not like the place you're going to go to get high fashion, but there are certainly boutiques here, right? That works. Then yeah, I will seek one out. All right. Lavette just leaves the entire party, well, and we're like, I mean, "What the fuck?" Yeah, I'm not just going to beeline without saying anything. I'll be like, "Uh, so do you? Yeah. Do we want to make populations?" I was just going to go straight for the water. Okay. Uh, right. I was going to make a quick stop, but it should be pretty very fast. I think. I hope. Okay. Um, is everyone cool with just staying low until Lovett's done shopping, or...? Uh, yes, is, is there anything we should do, though, to make Perhaps sure where we're going to meet? Supplies? I, where? I don't know if that's the thing we will need. We are trying to move light on our feet, but uh, the camping supplies will need to be loaded into the boat. Yeah, well, that's fine. But that's, like, mostly what we need, and, you know, we have various sprinkles if we get hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Keep calling sprinkles. Why, why sprinkles? Because it makes me pretend that they're not what they are. Honestly, when they're delicious. Sprinkles, it makes them no. kind of like muse. Want to do some sprinkles? <laughs> okay, that's like an abusive medication. Calm down. Anyways, sprinkles makes it seem like a little bit better than saying I'm eating beetles. I strictly disagree. I know. That's okay. You do you and I'll do me and we won't do each other. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad we're on the same page. All right. So what we could do, there's like the central area in the middle of the town. Should we all just meet there after you're done? I say we should meet probably in the wharf. Should we meet at the wharfs? I don't see why not. Do you, okay. When do you have to meet the man? This is more discreet. We will meet at sea. 
Should we say the northwesternmost pier, so the one farthest along the coast edge? Does the wharfmaster is going to meet you any time? Do we find him at a certain time? Uh, that wasn't part of the letter, and so like takes it back out. I just said find him and tell him my secret password. Winky face. Do you have the password? <laughs> you both. Vera keeps on repeating the foul sleeps at midnight. <laughs> <laughs> the foul. Yeah, I got, I got, I got the password. We're good. I got it. Sleep at midnight. Vera. (laughs) See, either it could mean, like, we need to go to the garbage dump at midnight. No, no, it's a password, guys. It's all the explicit. Also, the file wouldn't sleep at midnight. It would always smell bad. I'm walking to the docks. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so the party splits up. Lavette goes to the shops, and Sol heads to the wharfs. Where's everyone else going? I'm going towards the wharfs as well. All right. And Marcus? Marcus is going to go find a shrine, as usual, to go pray to, to uh, Eden. You almost said Molefra. I'm very proud Did of that. Did not. Nuh-uh. Nuh-uh. Oh, man. The, yeah, religious war going on, the, like, discreet religious war is just so delicious to watch. I'm, I'm just trying to help Marcus. Mm-hmm. I mean, even Lavette has been very swayed, but you guys have not found out where. <laughs> but she has developed much stronger religious beliefs herself. All right, Marcus, you start looking for a shrine to Eden. Karis is going to tag along with Lavette. That's okay. That's a perfectly fine with me. All right. So I'm just going to roll a rando and see who we're going to tune into first. All right. It's going to be Sol and Vera heading to the wharf. Alright, so Sol and Vera, you are both heading toward the wharf in the town. Is there anything you want to do on the way? I mean, like I said, this is a reasonable sized city. There's a lot of fishermen. It's a busy city, so there's, there's a lot of commerce. Most people are not paying any real attention to you guys. You look around and there's, while they're not common, there are other races in the city. It's not just a human city only. Like, there's dwarves and there's elves and there's even a halfling here or there. Make a perception check, both of you. Okay. I'm already excited. I love doing these checks. 26. 20. Damn. All right. Good job, both of you. You actually see some some fey creatures. Like, there's actually a fair number of satyrs that are here, which is, you know, unusual to see them living in a city. Hmm. Here they are. They're, they're in the town doing their thing. So, I know a lot of, at least in the past, you've told me a lot of satyrs happen to, like, worship Symphonia. Do they have any sort of symbol in the middle? The ones you see are wearing typical Parthenian peasant clothing. Okay, like, no. They're, they're actually, like, dressed like humans. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, it is weird, right? Okay. In fact, make another perception check, Sol. Me? Yeah. Oh, uh, that's a 17. <laughs> you you don't see any religious iconography of any kind. Not Symphonia, not Eden, nothing. You don't see anything like that on anybody. You don't see any signs, you don't see any shrines, you don't see any people wearing pendants, like nothing of the sort. Oh, oh we're definitely not in the holy city, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. I see. Wow, it would be great if I had like a spell-like message or something to let Marcus know he's SOL, but you know. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Alright, since I don't see any iconography, even though there's this huge urge to play music, because that's just who Soul is... Mm-hmm. They're going to keep their arms crossed and their hands clenched on their arms so that it resists the urge. And they're just going to keep their head down and walk to the wharf. Wharf? Wharf? The wharf, yeah. Wharf. Wharf. Okay. <laughs> okay. So the two of you continue on to the wharf. Rolling random. All right. 
that is going to be Marcus. Marcus, you are wandering around. Make a perception check, please. Yes, sir. Right. You got an 18. Four. All right. So you're looking around, and you don't see any shrines to Eden. You go to, like, the main forum area in the middle of the town where there's, like, a sort of some green space where normally you'd find an Eden shrine in a town like this. But you go okay. there, and you don't see anything of the sort. It's just some trees. You're, you're kind of, like, looking around for stuff, and all you see is this, there's like this great big cathedral in the center of town. It's that enormous purple building right next to the forum. Okay. There's a huge cathedral there, and that's the only religious building you see anywhere. Everything else looks like either a government building or a store of some kind. Okay. Do I see anybody going in and out of the cathedral? Yeah, I know. It's fairly busy. Would I know any of the iconography coming in and out of there? You don't see any iconography on any of the people, no. They're not like wearing pendants or holy symbols of any kind. There are guards kind of stationed around the area. Like, there's town guards pretty spread through this area. Like, this is a well-patrolled part of town. What knowledge check could I make? Knowledge religion. He actually has it, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, boy. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my wow. God. That's a, can, that's I a, can I get a recap? Can, can I get a mulligan? That's can a I get one. a mulligan? That doesn't count in D&D. Shut up. <laughs> God damn it. Okay. That was so if I can see if there's if I can recognize the, anything on the, on the cathedral, which I can't. Can I do a roll as to where I might be able to set up a shrine to eat? You want a what? <laughs> uh, set up a small shrine to Eden. Oh, Jesus really? Christ. Okay. Oh, my. Where would you like to do this? Would I be able to do, like, uh, not, it, it wouldn't be a knowledge religion. Uh, I guess it would be another knowledge religion just to, to feel where best would, uh, sure, I would assume yeah. it would be where the trees are. Yeah, I mean, there's that green space in the, in the sort of near the middle of town. Okay, so your, your knowledge religion check, the, you got an eight on it, and that is enough to know that the religion here is not one that you're entirely familiar with, but okay. it's definitely not thing that, that you are familiar with, I guess is a good okay. way to put it. You don't really understand what they're worshipping, but it is a very large and very ornate building, but you don't see any other temples, so you get the sense that maybe other religions aren't welcome in this town. Or perhaps that's been the case this whole time and you guys have never noticed. Because, I mean, Vil's fairly laissez-faire when it comes to religion, but it appears that maybe Parthenay isn't. Is there any trees or anything in that green space that have any, like, small... I guess it's a knothole, essentially where an owl would sit inside the tree, that I can make a tiny shrine? Yeah, you can look around to try to find one. Yeah, I mean, that's a reasonable ask. Sure, you can find a place. Okay, I'd like to do a very, very small shrine in one of the trees. My boy. Even will come to those who believe. <laughs> Man, they're going to have a talk. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to make some rolls. Okay, so you find a knot hole, basically, in a tree, and you, when you say sh- set up a shrine, you just want to, like, put, like, a wooden holy symbol in there and start praying yeah. or something? Okay. okay. Yeah. All right, so... In fairly short order, three people approach you. Um, oh, <clears throat> oh my! This is <laughs> Can you can you speak Parthes? Is that a language you have? I don't think any of us forward. No, I'm. I have Elven, Elven, no, Goblin, Halfling, Shadespeak, Villish. Oh boy, you took Shadespeak, but not. Damn. All right. But I didn't know it was a thing. No, that's fair. Okay, so each of the human nations in this part of the world have their own language, so there's like Burgese, Parthese, Dereham, Villish. Oh, God. What? Dereham. 
What? Oh no. We're gonna have to learn another language. <laughs> but you have tongues. Yeah, I do. We the all rest do. of our party. Otherwise we'd all sound like <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know what? I'm I'm happy with that. Well done. I'm not even <laughs> I'm not even I am. <laughs> that was good. No, we'd all we we'd all, all sound like a chicken. How else would we talk? Alright. I want to know what happens to Marcus. Yeah, I want to see him get his ass right. right. Is that boy dead yet? (laughs) So, three people approach you. The one leading them is wearing this white robe with a hood sort of pulled up over their head. It has, like, gold trim and this emblazoned gold streak symbol across the front of the robe. So look almost like shafts of light coming down from the heavens. And the two people beside them are both people wearing heavy armor that has similar gold trimming with similar symbols on them. Each of them are wielding probably halberds, most likely. (laughs) The one in a robe speaks and says something to you in Parthes. Marcus just stand there smiling. Uh, The person repeats the same phrase in Parthes. You get the sense that there's a slight annoyance to the tone this time. <laughs> I've had my chest Marcus and gesture towards them, like uh-huh. just to show that I have no idea what they're talking about. Okay. But you don't actually say anything in any other language. You just say Marcus. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, all right. All uh, right. I can. <laughs> uh, no, actually, no. I can say, do you speak Elven? In Elven. Okay. You say, all right, all right, all right. Okay, the lead person, uh, the one there in the robe, speaks back in Elven. Yes, I speak the tongue of the elves. Oh, wonderful. Allow me to repeat myself. What are you doing? Oh, there's a lovely tree right here. And trying to find mm-hmm. myself. <laughs> in a lot of ways, I'm trying to find myself. And the person you see before you, I feel a close bond towards I, I don't know if you know of this deity but Eden but I've felt a very close bond and this lovely tree right here I just wanted to make a small prayer and thank them for beautiful green space. You were reported for suspicious activity and tampering with one of the city's trees show me what you've done to it I showed them little I don't know what would a I'm not sure what a it's a little <laughs> like stylized tree symbol Okay, then yeah, just I'm pretty inside, sure. inside, one, inside one of the knot holes, I show them the little tree, I show them the little symbol, and yeah. say, I just did a small prayer. And are your wholesome family values going to save you now? Okay, so the, that's what's on the music box, not an apple. Ew, you gave me a holy symbol? I like that. Yeah, It's, it's a, not it's your music same, box. Stylized It's tree. like, it's a tree inside of a tree. Yeah, something like that. Oh. Okay, so... And yeah, I'm just sitting there smiling with a big, kind of dumb-looking... Okay. It's just, a, it's just a nice smile on my face. So like this person will, will look very uncomfortable at you and say, Are you aware that the worshipping of any heathen religions is banned from this city? I don't... I apologize if that's against your custom. I apologize if I offended anyone. The people wearing the armor both look angry. You're not sure if they even understand what you're saying. They might not even speak Elvish. But they definitely don't like you. It looks somewhat aggressive as they sort of hold their halberds menacingly. The one in the robes says, Take down this, he says with sort of disgust in his tone, shrine. And I'm guessing there's a significant penalty if I don't. I mean, if you don't do it, you don't have to guess. I mean, mean, an eyebrow raises and he says, Are you refusing a direct order? Oh, I'm not refusing. 
I'm just making sure that I understand what you're asking me to do and weighing my options. Jesus oh my Christ, god. you're an idiot! Oh right. my god. Alright, he's a <laughs> Make a Make a uh, intimidate check, I guess? I'm not sure what you're trying to do here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So no, it's a, no, it would be more it, it's it's a this. It's a it's a this check. Is my purchasing Ooh. simultaneous to this? <laughs> if I a known felon before I get to buy anything? <laughs> 26 <laughs> diplomacy. It was a nat 19. So you rolled extremely well. So he's going to view that in the most favorable light that he possibly can. And he is going to say that the worship of heathen religions is illegal in this city. He will not repeat himself again. Take down this shrine before he has you publicly flogged. Hmm. Essentially for heresy. Oh my god. What? Uh, <laughs> so he I says do. to take the shrine down immediately. Okay. And what would you like to do? I cast fly. Mm-hmm. I say no and book my way over to the... No. Um, no. To the wharf. No. All right. Better uh, not come anywhere near us. Okay, so I would like you to roll initiatives real quick. Just, just you, Mark. You're dead. I just, I just want to make sure that you can do that before they have a chance to react. They're town guards, so... They're town guards. Yeah. They're, they're not, not stormtroopers, Kyle! I mean, they're not they're kind technically of... town guards. These are actually a bit different. These are oh, inquisitorial okay. guards, so they're not quite as chumpy as you might think. But your initiative is... So they're questionable guards. Plus three. So I'm going to go ahead and roll your initiative. Oh, Nat boom. 20. Motherfucker. You, know you know what? Yeah, Okay. So in that case, I'm going to go ahead and roll theirs just to make sure they don't get crazy hyper good rolls too. But I think, yeah, all right. So you say no, kind of give them a raspberry or whatever, you know, toss out a fly spell and start flying away at 40 feet per move action. So in the first round, you're able to get 40 feet away from them. I have a favor to ask the DM. What's up? Can Levette's shopping trip be happening at the same time and end like a little bit before this? Yes, I think that's a fair assessment. Please. I think that's fair. <laughs> Please. Because, <laughs> because Marcus is ruining our lives! <laughs> and and I want to be, be really able to have a safe getaway. Back into town and see Marcus flying through the air. <laughs> Alright, so. so like, like, what the fuck is going on? Alright, so the person in the robes, the one that was challenging what you were doing, is going to cast a spell, and a column of fire is going to come down from the sky. And it is going to absolutely roast the tree that you had placed that shrine in. And just completely incinerate it. Yeah. Eden's still gonna like it, I think. Uh, the tree's gone. Eden's still so. gonna... Yeah. I mean, Eden's gonna appreciate it, though. Shrine's destroyed. So he does that rather than try to kill you. So you are essentially able to fly off. Meanwhile, alright, so Archie, Levette, and Karis are walking down the street toward the shopping district. So Levette, what are you intending on buying today? Clothing, mostly. Not a lot, but I want to get a hat for myself. Let's see. What's a good demon hunt? Alright, well, I'll decide that while we're outfitting Archibald, I guess. I'm going to ask him, first of all. So Archie, I, uh, before we pick anything out, I should ask you, do you want to be dressed in uh, male and female clothing is... Uh, Unfortunately, quite different, so if you want to turn towards Isa, you should let me know. Yeah, he says he doesn't really have too much of a preference, but it seems male clothing would be easier to move in. Okay, right, so the, I certainly agree with that sentiment, so let's go find you a nice suit. So, I'm going to buy Archibald a suit top hat, 
<gasps> That's so dapper. Maybe like a slightly darker shade of blue than mine, mm -hmm. but you know, close enough that they look good together. Is that how that works? Or the fucking suit like that? How much does that run me? One that's like in his size is not going to exist currently. Like he's a big end, right? And his body shape is not quite that of a human's, so it, this would require custom tailoring. So you can go into a tailor shop, and the person working that is going to have a lot of trouble understanding you. But Delham has all really good tails. Oh, <laughs> <sighs> uh, the tailor hears the word Daraham and uh, freaks out. I'm gonna spit. <laughs> wow. I I I I know universal language. <laughs> If I figure they see that, they'll be like, oh, okay, okay, she's cursing it. Alright, luckily, Karis kicks in and steps forward and says something in Parthese. What? <laughs> uh, says something to the tailor. The tailor, like, looks much less upset and says something back to Karis. Karis speaks back for a little bit, and then the tailor walks over to Archie. And uh, Karis looks back to you, Lovette, and says... Um, he wants to take measurements for Archie. Is that all right? Uh, well, we might not have time for that. If it's going to take more than today, then we don't have time for the whole tailoring process anymore. I mean, it's... I don't think we are. I mean, I'm not planning. So Karis uh, speaks to the tailor a little bit more and then says back to you, well, the tailor says that he could put something on Archie that would be a little bit too roomy, but it would at least fit, sort of. What about just, like, a really big coat? Do we have any of those? It's just stuff with a coat. Yeah, you can find a really big coat. It's not too hard. Okay. So is this, like, a trench coat, or is this, like, a Van Helsing coat with, like, a uh, shoulder? So... Isn't that a trench coat? <laughs> well, it's, it, they're different, though. That is, though, you're right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to link a couple of things. These are your options for hats. <gasps> Napoleon. The yes. one with the feathers? Although that dude, the one on the bottom left is pretty Lovett as well. The pseudo-cowboy hat? Why are all these hats lumpy? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. that's the tradition. Um, but no, I'm pretty sure I want to go with Napoleon hat, yeah. They have a coats that are kind of like this. Oh, yeah, a so to our audio listeners, if you guys want to get an idea of what we're talking about, this is uh, essentially 17th century French fashion. So mm -hmm. Garbage. Yeah. It's very floppy, floppy and fluffy hats and coats that honestly just sort of look more like frocks or dresses than coats. The one that you just shared of the full outfit mm -hmm. looks like something someone in a Dr. Seuss book would wear. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, absolutely. Especially with the like the high heels and everything. Like, it's, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, but man. I mean, that that is like 17th century France. It's like fuzzy coats. They all look like dresses. This the style was... Pretty strange. Yeah. I mean, stupid to our modern eyes, for sure. But Are there any other coat options? That's pretty much the style of coats available, yeah. Mm -hmm. Stuff similar to that. French couture. Oh, like it. Archie kind of like poking and prodding at it. You get the sense that he's apprehensive. Maybe you can find something good on the island. Yeah, let's hope there's better fashion. And From what I've learned, isolated island culture is super cool. Anyways, so Archie looked apprehensive. What did Lovette say? Because I couldn't hear you. Um, wait, if you if it's not really your style, then we can just go around find something that suits you more. Get things out hat. Archie nods. How much is this? How much is the hat? The hat will be seven gold. Okay, hold up. All right. On second thought, this was to become more it's conspicuous, wasn't it? It would be really cool to ride out into battle with this thing against Gyalf after we've kicked this shit out of his weakness, but <laughs> it wasn't exactly planned. 
What do you say, Bill? Archie? Uh, Archie shrugs. This is the closest I can get to a coin toss. <laughs> I leave it. We have to come back slow this way, so you can spend all time then, perhaps. You can fail that, Kelly's. What? Oh, uh, just that we just politely decline for me, please. Oh, sure. Karis turns and says something to the shopkeep, then turns and walks out. I'll follow her. All right. You all start heading back toward the center of town to make your way up to the wharf, and when you do, you see a streak of fire come down from the sky and incinerate a tree. You have no idea why. Would they have seen a small fly off? Nah. <laughs> Aw, that's a shame. T pose fly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So back with Soul and Vera, the two of you make it to the actual wharf. There is a large series of docks. There's a bunch of boats tied to many of them. Some of them still stand empty. You can see the, the ocean stretched out to the north and west ahead of you. There's a lot of ocean-going birds around here, a lot of gulls. And it's just the right kind of time of day that the sun is starting to go low in the sky because it's, you know, pretty deep winter. The sun is over the ocean currently. So it's it's kind of a beautiful reflection right now. A lot of, like, orange light coming off the water. That's pretty. I like Vera's just zoning out. So yeah? Just, like, blank face. Just not... You okay, Vera? What? I'm fine. I think you would also notice that Vera looks quite tired. Really? Yeah. Vera, have you been sleeping? I've been I've been sleeping enough. So like goes to put their hand on Vera's forehead. Might be a bit colder, but it's still it's basic human temperature. Okay, she feels fine, but she looks terrible. Yes. She looks like shit. She looks like she is not slept well for a bit. Okay, why haven't you been sleeping? I I've been. I just haven't been able to think straight for a while, okay? You want to talk about it? I don't really know what to say. Well, like, what's what's been on your mind? You seem like, I don't know, when did this start? Since we got here? It started after we were cleaning the the stones. Just my, my memory is just... It feels like things that I've done were done by a... It, it was done by me, but it's things I would never do. I so look scared. Those things did something to you. I, it didn't feel like anything at the time. But yeah, but you jolted back. You looked frozen for a bit. It did something to you. Vera looks more nervous. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. We're going to fix this. Okay? Okay. I got your back there. I promise. Even if you're feeling weird right now, we're going to make it better. Okay? Okay. I'll, I'll be fine. Don't, don't, you don't have to worry that much. I always worry about you, Vera. You're my best friend. <laughs> Thank you. I tell you everything. For the most part. Wait, what? <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't tell you about, like, weird things like sleeping with people. That would be weird. That, that would be weird. I'm not yeah. really interested in that. Yeah. See? Exactly. And kind of pointless. Yeah. And it's kind of gross talking about it, right? Okay. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, since we're at the dock. Oh, I just wanted to say, could I roll a Knowledge Local to see if I'd know what the people here worship? Yes. Knowledge Local or Knowledge Religion. I'll take either. Okay. That is a 16. Okay. Total? Okay, that's fine. <laughs> okay. You know that the primary religion here is known as the Light? The Light. The Light. You know that it's an older religion, but it's also sort of located in the western southern continent. So, like, Burgos and Parthenay are sort of the two countries that worship the Light the most. There is a small presence of this religion in Ville, but it's not all that big. 
the faith itself mostly has to do with protecting the weak and innocent from those that misuse strength. Yo, they're going on my fucking territory. <laughs> yeah. Oh, see, do not steal. The primary tenets of the faith are defending the weak and helpless. It's very much like a paladin-centric faith. Ew, paladins. Yeah, so there's a fair number of paladin orders that exist. They're like the them. worst. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they are. They're the worst. Okay. <laughs> Is that all you wanted to do? Oh, that, that was just like a general thing that was on Vera's mind. Okay. I just wanted to make sure you got everything before I went to look for the wharf master. Yep, I wrote, I wrote stuff down. There's, okay. There's a, there, there's a bit more than that, but with the 16, you don't, you're not going to get the whole story. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're at the docks. Are there people around? Oh, yeah, there's lots of dock workers and sailors. It's a very busy part of town. Like, there's sort of a, a crush of humanity. Cool, I'm going to use tongues. <laughs> All right, you cast tongues. I... I'm trying to look for sailors who seem like they know the place so that they'd probably have the knowledge where the wharf mask is. Okay, so you're casting tongues on yourself? Yes. Okay, all right. You cast tongues on yourself, and you are now able to talk and hear and understand every language spoken to you. So that's fun. The Parthese around you suddenly becomes comprehensible, and there's a lot of laughter and body jokes and typical sailor speak. Some Delightful. Of the, yeah, some of the ones like, like walking past you, like you now can hear that they are making crude advances at you as they're walking past. Fun sailor shit, right? I'm going to wave to them. There you go. <laughs> Hello, sure. Sam. Oh, okay. So you want to talk to the ones that were like... Pick well, do they look like you? they're normal there? I mean, they're sailors. Well, I want people who look like they know the city. Yeah, okay. You wave and say hello there. The the sailors stop and walk over. They're going to say like, oh, so what are you doing today? I'm actually looking for the wharf master. Do you know where he is? They look disappointed. Oh, is that all? Did you want there to be more? They look around for some other person nearby. They sort of look past Vera. (laughs) Damn. Um, (laughs) Nice. In the wharf master's office, one of them points to one of the larger buildings further down the dockway. Ah, thank you so much. That is very sweet of you all. Mm-hmm. Soul grabs Vera's hand and goes skipping towards it. <laughs> all right. You get to a building that has a sign outside that Tongues doesn't give you the ability to read other languages. So. so there's a sign out front, but you can't really read it, but there is like an anchor symbol on it. So it's a pretty fair bet that this is it. Okay. I knock on the door. All right. The door swings open, and you see a office inside. There's papers strewn around. There's a couple of clerks standing around, talking to people, talking to sailors and, like, captains. There's a lot of notes being transcribed or, or passed on. It's, it's fairly busy in there. Hello, sir. One of the clerks looks... Excuse lo- moi. All right. The clerk <laughs> looks up at you and says, What can I do for you? I'm actually looking for the wharfmaster. Oh, they point over at a grizzled-looking man sitting at a desk in the back. He's currently trying to light a pipe. Okay. Sol waves happily to the people who directed them and then heads over to that gentleman. You see a man who has must have spent many years on the ocean. His skin is craggy and salt-cracked. He has an unkempt facial hair, and as you approach, he finishes lighting his pipe. And he takes his first long draw on it as you approach. He looks up at you, sort of just generally unhappy about things. Hello, Zaya. What is it? Oh, um, 
Do you mind if I speak to you closely in your ear real quick? That doesn't sound right. That <laughs> <laughs> doesn't sound right at all. He answers you by raising one eyebrow. Come again? Uh, it, it's about uh, birds. Uh, I, there is a bird issue that I would like to speak with you privately. I'm the wharf master here. I don't deal with bird issues. You want to see yourself out. Mm-hmm. He kind of gestures <laughs> toward the door. All right, Sol just kind of walks up to him and just goes for it and is just like, the owl sleeps at midday. The man kind of like scooches away from you to emphasize the invasion of personal space. He's like, Sol's face is very serious now. Before they had a very casual look. This is business, Sol. Get, get out of here. I have Fine. No, I have no time for your silliness. Sol looks very unamused and goes to stomp out. It, it was foul. No, it wasn't! <laughs> <laughs> Sol just grabs Vera's hand and stomps out of the building. Vera's like very latently like, ah, no. <laughs> Fuck. They literally just leave the building and they pout and they're like, I, I don't even know why I listened to this letter. This is, And they're back to like, <laughs> village. I don't even know why I listened to the letter. Like, this is stupid. Why would I trust someone who said they'd be my prisoner? But then he lied to me. <sighs> Wait, he said he'd be your prisoner and then... He said he'd be my prisoner. He said he'd let me tie him up. Right. That's uh, right, and you wrapped a coat around him? His right. cape. All right, so at, at this point, Marcus is going to fly up, and also Levette is going to arrive. Marcus, what did you do? Why are you flying? <laughs> he, he lit a tree on fire. You you lit a tree on fire? I don't know why, but I know it was him. That seems like it'd be <laughs> against his religion, doesn't it? Yeah. Right? Malchus kind of seems to be against his religion. <laughs> okay, first off, y'all, I'd like to point out that I just stuck a landing. First time flying. Did you oh, roll cool. a uh, acrobatics uh, check? <laughs> Soul puts their hand Second. down for a high five for Levette. <laughs> Second? I didn't light that tree on fire. No. Third? We really should get out of here. Uh, about that. Um... <laughs> We can't. <laughs> what? Why? Soul said the wrong password. I did not say the wrong password. You just know the wrong one. <laughs> well, you said there was... You said it was... It's the owl oh. that sleeps at midday. Oh, my God. I thought the owl sleeps at midnight. Who the, Let me see the letter. Soul hands Levette the letter, but the password is the, not... The letter says yeah. to relay the password that I gave you to mm-hmm. the Dark Master and Shalaz. It does say the Dark Master. Okay, okay, okay. That's all it says. And it just says to relay the password I already gave you, so it doesn't say the password. I need everyone to make a perception check. Nope. <laughs> that is a nat one, baby. 24 for me. 24 from Soul. All right. 18. 27 Archie. from Archie. Archie. Oh, damn. 27 from Marcus, from Marcus, too. All right. Archie and Marcus, you guys both notice a young urchin nearby. Street man. Yeah, a, a young street child. Uh, oh, sorry, Kyle made a face. So I was like, Oh no, I knew what it was. Oh okay. I, I was doing a thing like, oh, it's a sea urchin uh, in my hand. He's Go. he's made his way up very close to the party without getting noticed. Uh, but Archie and Marcus notice him right as he's about five feet away from you guys, and he's obviously well, doing his best to sneak up on you. Archibald is trained in this situation to grab the potential thief. All right, Archibald is going to make a combat maneuver. Oh. Alright, Archie uh, reaches over and grabs the urchin by the neck and lifts him off the ground. Oh, Jesus! Archie! Jesus! Uh-oh. Buddy, calm down! Do you mean by the neck or by the scruff? Oh, by the neck. Like, grabs oh. him by the neck and lifts oh, him off the oh, ground. Geez. 
with his Archie, roller. Archie, put him down. Archie looks confused and sets the urchin down. <laughs> I grab, I grab the urchin. The, the urchin's by, like by the, by the cradling his neck and like coughing. I grab, I, <laughs> I grab him by, I grab him, uh, by the scruff. I'm like, I start dusting him off. Uh, probably my height. I, like, no offense. I'm sorry for my large friend here. Sorry, the urchin speaking in Parthese, so the only person that oh, I know understand him. this would be Sol. <laughs> so, Sol. So Parthese, Parthese, Parthese. But to Sol, it sounds like begging your pardon, friends. I wasn't meaning on startling anyone. Uh, it is okay. What did you want? You are not stealing, right? What did he say? What did he say? No. Shut up, Lovat. I, I was told that you needed passage. Soul kneels down, one knee down, mm-hmm. just to get to eye level with him. Yeah. We do. I am his, uh, so sorry about are, my associate. His eyes are bloodshot in the, the strangulation. But do you promise safe passage? The urchin nods. Well... The captain's never let someone down before. Well, then. Would you mind taking us to the ship, then? Sure. He Thank kind of you, looks at you sideways for a silver piece. What is the child saying to you, son? Uh, he needs a silver piece. <clears throat> Sorry. He needs a silver piece uh, to take us to him. Uh, for him to take us to our boat. Wait, I think I have a silver boat? piece. I think it's long and sharp. Oh, I apologize. Marcus. Oh, it's like misunderstanding. Uh, Sol holds out their hand to the party. I'll yep. put a silver piece in. All right. Okay. Vera, deduct one silver from your monies. <laughs> it's like a breadcrumb. Yeah, basically. <laughs> right? Uh, all right, so do you hand that over to the urchin? I, like, start to hand it, and then I, like, pull my hand up real quick, and then I say, lead us first. Then we will talk. The urchin kind of cocks his head to the side and says, afraid not, payment up front, just like the captain taught me. All right. But if you run away from me, I will have my friend choke you again. Urchin uh, shrugs. Piece. Say what? Offer him a gold piece. If if he takes his first, offer him a gold piece. You 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 want to offer the kid a gold piece? No. If Are you, you dumb? Uh, it, no, he wants someone else to offer the kid a gold piece. No, I'm saying <laughs> take us first and we'll give you a gold piece instead of a silver piece. Soul puts their hand out. For him to take it. All right. The urchin takes the silver piece out of your hand, gives it a little a little bite, and sticks it into a uh, pocket, and leads you guys on down the dock, uh, d- down the the dock way at least. You find yourselves on one of the furthest docks down the lane. Uh, it's the second to last one, and you find a reasonable sized ship docked there. It's being loaded with crates and unloaded <clears throat> of fish currently. Cool. Here you are, friends. Now remember, you never met me. Met who? He gives you a tip of his little cap, and he sprints away. Who is that? He just led us to our ship to go to places. That's good. It doesn't matter who he is. We never saw him. Vera really never saw him. (laughs) Soul starts to walk up to the ship to get on it. (laughs) You walk up up to get onto the ship, and as you do, there's a name on the side of the ship like a, the, the name of the ship is written on the side there. Make a linguistics check to try to figure out what the name of the ship is. Because it's, it's in Parthese. Oh, uh, it's a 21. 21, 22, okay. Reasonable yeah. walls there. Yeah. 16. Okay, boat is named The Disgrace. Hey. This is perfect for us. Sounds like our boat. It's got our name on it. At least yours. Oh my god. <laughs> All right, so you guys... Oh, you guys geez. walk up Sorry. to the boat... And there are sailors that, like I said, are, are loading and unloading cargo. 
Strangely, they pay no attention to you as you walk up to the boat and actually walk onto the boat. They don't even don't even look. Yeah, up Sol's at you. just going. Yeah, they don't even look <laughs> up at you. Okay, so when I'm on the ship, is there any place to just exist comfortably? So you're on the deck of the ship. Let me go ahead and pull that one out real quick. So that's the upper deck of the disgrace. To upper deck something is very disgraceful. It looks like a fat penis. I mean, it's a boat, so I don't know what to say. That's true. You got me there. <laughs> <laughs> Question. Yeah. I'm actually I'm going to turn to Karis before I get on and ask her to ask the guys hauling boxes if they need any help. Are you sure we should bother them? I mean, I thought we were supposed to be keeping a low profile. Hello, but I, I just thought that maybe if we get on the good side, if we're going to be at sea with these people, you might be a good idea to do that early on. It's kind of odd that they're not even looking at us or talking to us at all. Yeah, maybe maybe not on second thought. That is kind of reminds me of Siva's people. You leave my girlfriend out of this. <laughs> all right, so you guys are sort of getting onto the deck of the ship at this point. When uh, coming up from below decks is a well-dressed person. Oh, no. Uh, you see a guy who pops up from below decks, and he says, Ah, he speaks in Villish, by the way. You must be the cargo. <gasps> Hello. <laughs> yes, where do we need to go? Well, let's get below decks before you're spotted by any more than you already have been. Soul gestures to everyone to get inside the ship. He kind of gives you, like, a small bow and says, The name is Captain Veers. Rugged. Mm-hmm. He's a sailor who looks to be probably about 45, somewhere in that range. 40 to 45. Cool. I'm still a senior. <laughs> he takes you below decks, or at least asks you to come below decks. Soul goes. I think I'm going to fold a barge. All right. So the party is beckoned by this guy named Captain Veers here to below decks. Okay. Soul goes right away, but like in passing him, they say quietly to him in Parthenese... Uh, is Alec here at all? Uh, not likely. Eh, I'll get him back eventually. And they walk down. Yep, <laughs> Vera will follow. I'll Alrighty. get him eventually. Yeah, <laughs> you'll get him. So, you guys get onto the below decks of the ship. So, it's relatively deserted down there right now. And Veers will explain relatively quickly that he is much like your friend you met back in Olney. He is a member of the Queen's Eternal Service, so he's happy to assist any way he can. It's very nice of you, Veers. We really appreciate it. He will take you guys out on a fishing tour, and if you happen to find yourselves in Dereham by the end of it, then no one is the wiser. Soul's nodding. Sounds clever. Is there anything you would like us to do while aboard? <laughs> Stay below decks and keep quiet. You've already can do. You've already likely been seen by too many people as it is. Soul looks over at Marcus. I do too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry about that, but thank you for the fast travel. We do appreciate it. Indeed. These are dark times. Can I ask you a question? Yes? Why is everyone so hostile in this country? Some do not like the actions that my queen takes. They... Well, what has she done that's so terrible? <laughs> she looks out for her people. She defends us against enemies, and okay. she has organized us to collect information. Many feel threatened by that, especially our closest neighbors. Oh, so, okay. they, have, they have taken to try to root us out, so we have gotten good at hiding. So they're just paranoid. He nods, mostly. Ugh. We have never had open hostilities with the Parthenians, but if it were to come to that, 
we could hold our own. I think it should come to negotiations. It sounds like this is only spiraling out of control. Do you think the Parthenanes are, like, willing <laughs> to talk it out? They seemed pretty ready to just do the stabby stabs for us most of the time. Unfortunately, I must agree with you. They seem to be a bit more zealous than we are able to deal with. They see our queen as an abomination. Because of her actions, or because of how long she's been around? He nods. <laughs> both. Okay, both. Both. Both is good. <laughs> both is not good. That's Marcus! <laughs> the, the captain will look at Marcus and say, Do you have a problem with my queen? No, I have a problem with them having a problem with your queen. Very good. Ka-chow. Keep it there. Good job. Good job, Marcus. Okay. I'm personally very excited to meet her. I don't know how we will be able to meet her, but I hope we can arrange that because we need to do so as quickly as possible. Corona said we had to meet. As a member in service to her, what would call her favor? Hmm. He thinks on that for a little while. He says, well, we'll be making port and hail by tomorrow morning. So at that point, I'll drop you off and you can make your way to the palace. Please, let's see, has a chance she will see us at all? He nods. Oh, yes. I mean, that's the whole point of our trip. Why wouldn't she see us? Matilda is a generous I think. I think she may see more than Hildy, actually. In theory. Hmm. I do not know who this Hildy is, but I can tell you that there is none better informed of the world's events than my queen. See? She knows exactly why we're coming. I don't. I have doubts about it, but it's okay. It's not a competition. <laughs> Um, but, alright, right. If she will see us, then that is all we need. But uh, if you have a chance, I trust you. So, just because we need something doesn't mean it will come to us. But it always does. Well, it does for you. Okay. That, that does, I mean, so if you need it personally, I guess. But then you just need to keep your expectations realistic or you're going to find yourself really hard. Soul puts their hand on Lovette's shoulder. Lovette, mm-hmm. I'm going to be stuck in a village for over 70 years, at least. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to just enjoy things as I go. Soul takes a muse. Okay, you take a muse. Okay, cool. Your rolls make me nervous. <laughs> they should. My rolls should make oh, everyone nervous. Ah! Always <laughs> I'm very nervous, Beardy. As you discovered, I am a masochist of the highest order in this game, so nothing scares me. Well, at least underneath the ship, it looks really nice, so we've got plenty of space to do things. Mm -hmm. Plenty of rooms for activities. Yeah. (laughs) All right, so after a little while, probably within the hour, you feel the boat begin to move. You don't really have any ability to see out from where you are, so you don't know this for certain, but... You get the sense that you have departed from Shalan Surmer. How long are we staying below deck? It's a two-day trip, right? He said you, they should arrive by tomorrow morning. Oh, okay. Karis looks green at this point. <laughs> Uh-oh, SpaghettiOs. Yep, and that's not going to fail. So I'm going to have Karis make some rolls here. Shitty, Boy. shitty fortitude save. Oh, God. All right. Yeah, Karis is immediately sickened. Nauseated, in fact. She starts puking in the corner. Do like oh, a, boys, a bucket. This is going to smell really bad. <laughs> Good job, Karis. Everyone else make a fortitude save. Okay. Just want to see if you guys get seasick at all. I'm not very good at fortitude. I got a 10. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Good God. <laughs> yep. Nine. 
Oh my god, guys. Archie have to roll. And no, Archie's immune to that. Just need it from good oh god. Oh my right. god. Luckily, Marcus is immune to it because his fortitude save is high enough. Just the bonus on it is high enough. He's immune to the effect. But everyone else is nauseated. So you all get <laughs> sick. Well, Marcus is like wimps. We've got a healthy young puppy with nowhere else to shit down here, so it <laughs> probably is going to be a pretty nauseating trip. Mm-hmm. All right, so you're pretty much left alone for the majority of the day. You are given some basic food supplies from some crates of dried foods, it's just basically trail mix. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's about, it's about what it is. It's just like a dried meat and nuts and things like that. It's not exactly like huge portions, but it's enough that you're not going to sleep hungry. Okay, so to kind of just because still didn't get to play music during the town, they're kind of going to go to the middle of the ship, kind of where there's this grate in the upper deck where light usually comes through and stuff, but mm-hmm. also sounds. And Soul's going to play some music. Okay. Unless that's not okay. What is the verdict? You'll find out. Okay. <laughs> just a 21. Okay, so you're just playing just... a song or are you singing along with it? I probably am singing it. Yeah. Okay. That's a 20 for saying and a okay. 21 for perform strings. All right. So you begin to play music and sing a song. There is a slight panic above decks as you hear some people <laughs> saying, <laughs> saying something in a language you don't understand. Uh, I stop. A- after a moment, they calm down as like the, the captain pokes his head down below decks and sees you and says, oh, it's just you. Hi. Sorry, the men The men thought we were under attack by sirens. Nope, just Ooh. me. Oh, I totally knew what was happening. It was hilarious. Well, in that case, he names off a sea shanty and asks if you know it. <gasps> do I have to do a knowledge check? Yeah. Give me a... Guess what? Yeah, lore master. Fucking lore master, that yeah. shit. <laughs> All right. So in that case, yeah, you know the sea shanty that he wants. Like, oh, he, he fuck says, yeah, I do. He says the name of it, and yeah, you, of course you know it, so... He, he says it's his favorite sea shanty, so if you wouldn't mind leading the men in a song, they would probably appreciate the music. Oh, yeah, and we're going to do alter musical instrument, too, to, like, get the whole orchestra, pretty much, of this song. All right. I am going to probably come over and start singing along once it's gone through a verse or two and I know how to sing along. <laughs> yeah. So, in, in that case, go ahead and give me another perform check for that. Okay. So 29 go. for my strings, and... Uh, 27 for my sing. Okay. So you. So even you, better. Yeah, you lead off a sea shanty for the whole boat, and you can hear above decks the sailors singing along with you. Yay. All right. You get the sense that you've improved the morale of the boat. I did it, guys! <laughs> Yay. So the boat sails on across the sea at night. Things are progressing as normal, you hope, and eventually it's time to turn in for the night. Okay. But I'm having so much fun playing D&D. I know, right? So, is there anything else you guys want to do currently in the below decks of this ship? Nope. 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 I think Vera's just like in a corner right now, just hunched arms around legs, quiet. Is not handling uh, ships. Unless they're throwing up, in which case they're doing that instead. Yeah. Can I yes? do detect magic on Vera to like see if those symbols changed her? Can I do that with Detect Magic? Uh, Detect Magic will tell you if there's an active magical effect on something, in which case it's only going to show you, like, magic items that Vera currently has. Okay. Bummer. Okay. I don't have any solutions currently. Sorry. 
I guess I'll go to bed. Alright, so the party drifts off to sleep. Just like the boat drifts away. Yeah, just as the boat drifts (laughs) northward toward Darahim. listening. As always, special thanks to Protagonist for the theme music and Emily Roll for Fantasy for this episode's soundtrack. Interested in following us on social media? Follow us on Twitter at CheckPleaseDnB. Or want to support the podcast and be part of the Czech Republic? Go to our Patreon under Kanishra. Until next time, 